0: Champ. let's go champ let's go champ let's go champ let's go champ okay. come on let's go champ organic blueberries champ <laughs> let's go champ they scared they scared. They <laughs> they'll do anything to get out of the fight let's go champ let's <laughs> Listen up, scoot close to your house
1: with the most Chris Smith as he boasts, we toast as we roast Any little problem, and we'll fix it in post Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's dad, me. spitting comedy Magically scoring out your comic book wannabes You're gonna be hit with a hook I'll turn your face into a tragedy Steve it be with the chemistry Dropping recipes and melodies Restlessly especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Mentally haunting all your I'm dirty thoughts Like an I'm Antetino empathy sure You just gotta be it. Now discussing history, mean, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, memory. industry, jealousy, <laughs> memories, pregnancies, tendencies, there's tendencies, there's tendencies therapy, there's heavily Adam was. lied about some TP <laughs> Fucking didn't Adam, you piece actually of shit, Lee Adam Lee about the TP You fucked up, Adam Lee Where's the TP, you motherfucker? So Adam Lee walked in as we were doing the show And
0: uh, he forgot the TP <laughs> No, not only did he not forget He straight up told, like I told Stevie Hey, hey, listen up Pick up toilet paper on the way home, He pick. said, hey, Steve, listen underway up. Let's close. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> pick up some toilet paper on your way home, please. And Steve's like, yeah, I got it. And then Steve's like, hey, I don't want to be late for the show. I know he was you late. You pick it up. I was like, oh, t- we're fine, bro. We're totally fine. Totes don't got know, tot- We tot- nothing, paper, bro. Because you want to know why? Because Adam's just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a fucker. Oh, You're man. a piece of
1: shit, dog. Uh. Oh, I don't know how we're friends. <laughs> 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 I think you should, uh, Adney. Can you explain? Let's go, champ. Just, just for everyone go, out there. Let's go, champ. You want to talk about the champ? Uh, we, we got to Let's address go it. We got to
0: address it. Just, all right, just, all right, champ, all right, champ. <laughs> Let's talk about the champ. Champ, talk about the champ. All right, so you're the champ, Stevie. I know I am. I need We're
1: all the Peacock about champs. me. Peacock about me.
2: Whatever, dude.
1: He always does. It's a call. Oh yeah.
2: It's a towel
0: call. Uh, yeah? <laughs> a towel, it's I'm Hella cool about it. Anyway, okay, so there's a boxer by the name of Shannon, the Cannon Briggs. Shane, what a name for a boxer. That's kind of fucked up. That's why he became a boxer. Because you'd be like, "Oh, your name's Shannon, bro? I'll oh, fuck you up." You ever heard? Like, like, like it's a boy named Sue. Yeah, exactly. So he became. So he has gravel in his gut and spit in his eye. <laughs> he's a total badass. So uh, he came up in the '90s, was a huge deal. You know, he's like, he was everything you wanted from a heavyweight contender, soon to be champ. You know, he had, he had, uh, he had solid speed, solid fundamentals, great power. He was incredibly aggressive. Outgoing personality, just a unique look. He had everything you wanted a champ to be. It's just that he wasn't taken care of the right way. wasn't prepared the right way, and he did have a bit of. He had a stamina problem. Of course, he he was born with asthma, but uh, the stamina problem was a big pussy. issue. He's a pussy. And, uh, he got beat. He got knocked out a couple of times. and became more of like a fringe contender. And but he did end up. He did in '97. Uh, he did outpoint George Foreman to become. Heavyweight champion, although he lost that, he got he got fucking demolished by Lennox Lewis. Anyways, yeah, uh, the next year. he was after that like he was really downhill spiral, like it wins, yeah. lost, win, lost, that kind of thing, like really struggling. And then I remember like uh then uh, he ended up finally when he became two time champ, you know, last minute knockout. He's the champ again.
1: Yeah, by like a second, right? Yeah, like this guy's was like two yeah, or three. Seconds at, like, like, I
0: got this guy's name. Uh, I'm gonna try and pronounce because it's it's hard to pronounce, dude. Um, the guy that he beat. Okay, it's uh, Lagayevich. Lagayevich. Yeah. Hmm. Last minute TKO win. He has that power. Yeah, that power lasts. And, uh, but then in his – immediate that was in 2006. And his immediate first defense, I remember watching this fight live. I'm like, I, I want to see this guy succeed. Like, I wanted to see it. And he fought a guy named Sultan Ibrahimov. <laughs> and Ibrahimov <laughs> – That's a fucking name, bro. <laughs> yeah. Ibrahimov was, like, so much smaller than him. Southpaw. <laughs> And he didn't have a great style, but he, he outpointed. It looked like Shannon didn't even show up to the fight. He was just not there. And then like it was and like yeah like no in the boxing community he was written off after that. And no one ever talked about him, heard about him again. And he had that loss to Vitaly Klitschko. I'm like no one cared. Everyone's like forgetting about Shannon Briggs. And out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, he had like those unique dreads that was a trademark. He shaved all that shit off. And he started making these weird videos called let He says Let's go champ. But he was trying to get a title shot at Vladimir Klitschko. And he kept saying, let's go, champ. And everyone in the box community was like, oh, this guy is just being gimmicky. He's just doing
2: whatever he can do to get
0: a title fight. So everyone kind of wrote him off. But the truth about it is... The motherfucker is incredibly inspiring. Like after, dude, he's so
1: inspiring. Like he,
0: he ended up, <laughs> like he, like he quit fighting. He, he bloomed up, gained all this weight. Said he was like he was depressed. Pounds. Like he was like eating all this junk, putting this junk food into his body, and like he became he was just spiraling down, and he just hated his life. He wanted to kill himself, contemplating suicide. And then, like, he gave birth, it was uh, four years ago, he gave birth to his daughter. And it changed the way he's like, I He's like, holy able- shit, I just broke science. He's like, well, I need to be a better man. Because he gave birth? I want a better man to be there for my daughter. I want my daughter to be with someone like me, kind of thing. Like, I need to show that the way. And he just changed his life. He got into shape. He started spending hell of money on organic food and like, <laughs> eating right. And, like, fucking talking about Blueberry's Gym and all that shit. And then like he, he's, like, in the, he's in the gym working out in the middle of working out. And he just starts saying, come on. He's trying to motivate himself. He he wanted to motivate himself. He's like, come on, let's go champ let's go champ. Like a term, and he starts saying it to albumata. himself, and that's what it is it's now, a it's a mantra. Word. It's a mantra that he says, when he says champ, he's referring to everybody, not just himself, but everyone he meets, everyone is champ to him. And not because, oh, he won, anyone's an accomplished fighter in a world champion, but because he goes, I don't call myself champ because I'm a two-time champ. I call myself champ because of uh, what I went through, because of all the ups and downs that I've had, because of the adversity that I face as a human being. And the fact that I was able to face that and overcome it and become a better man now, That's why I'm the champ. And that's why there's champs everywhere. That's why everyone is a champ in their own life. And that's why I say, let's go champ. (laughs) Let's go champ. And he just screams it all the time. And he makes these hilarious videos on Instagram. And uh, he was just recently on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was one of the best episodes ever. Which it's is where
1: incredible. I found out about him, and that's why I wanted to start the show with Let's Go Champ, because it's super champ. motivating, it's <laughs> super positive, it's just like, whatever you gotta do, Let's Go Champ! Anything I, like, you prefer to Champ, like, it's amazing. We, I recommend going and listening to that podcast, though, because like like Adney was saying, the struggles that he went through, the ups and downs, he like, goes it's, so, it's such a great story to listen to, and it's really inspiring. Like I'm sitting there just like welding, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna do even better Let's Go Champ! Like
0: I'm the fuck out of this go. <laughs> oh man, like, it was no great. Do, it was like, great. Boo Marries,
2: grandpa. <laughs> and what's
0: funny is like I actually I, like I told uh, Chris earlier today. Like I said it in the gym today. Like because uh, like we we went uh, we went to Vegas. We're gonna get to that in a minute. We went to Vegas, but as soon as I came back today was the first day I went to the gym since Vegas. I walk in the gym and there was a bunch of these. Uh, I walked in early. There's a bunch of these guys trying to do a class. They're hitting the bags, and there's one guy hitting the bag with them. And he's trying to motivate him, keep him going. He's like, come on, everyone, come on, let's go. Like, he's out of breath, too. And he's just like, come on, guys, we got to keep going, keep fighting, come on, just a little bit longer. And then, like I, like, I just look at him for a second, and I just start yelling at him,
2: let's go, champ! I'm let's so- go, let's go, champ! <laughs> this
0: is so <laughs> like, I had a couple, did it work or did it I got a couple of chuckles. I got a couple of chuckles. It wasn't as motivating as <laughs> a
1: couple of like, this guy's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no yeah champ. In let's in go, here. champ. Where's your belt, champ?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you spelled <laughs> chomp <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even though know, I
0: was talking to them.
1: Yeah, yeah that makes well, a lot of sense. I'm just making jokes, Adney. <laughs> Yeah, but so I just wanted to cold open. It. I wanted to I need to explain it. That's why we're open. Let's go, so, champ.
0: Yeah, seriously, say it to yourself. Be you're
1: let's go, champ. You're I there, say that to myself on Jacking it
0: Not just exercising. Masturbation, dude. Let's Masturbation. You're, Masturbation. You're, you're fucking the one. hottest chick you've ever banged, and yeah. you're about to bust, and you're trying to hold off, or maybe you're getting tired, like you're you're getting exhausted from doing all this work for fucking her. Don't give up. Just say it in your head. Let's go, champ. Don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go,
1: whoa. You're about to nuts. Let's go, champ. You're about to nut Don't say let's go because that's triggered. That's I'm gonna come immediately after that. You got stop, champ. Will. Let's stop, champ. How about <laughs> you stop, stop Let's champ? Stop, Calm down, champ. Calm it oh, down, champ. Hey, don't, hey
0: no not make a ain't saying about negativity, about positivity, champ. Come on, champ. You're better. Than
1: <laughs> if you go, champ, she can go call you the champ, also, champ.
0: Also, as soon as like you're done uh, fucking anyone, guy or girl, or as soon as a blowjob, anything happens,
2: ask him for them champ. their name.
0: They'll start calling him champ. Yeah, like way to go, champ. <clears throat> That's right. Champ. Do it. I'm gonna do it. I think and I'm gonna time, do it too. Next time I get laid, I'm calling the girl
1: champ. Yep. Next time Re gets it, I'm like, good job, champ. Great blow job, champ. You gotta get hyped though, cause
0: like, you gotta jump off the bed and start jumping around. I'm.
1: Let's like, go, champ. God, not in Trump's country, dude. Someone's gonna get arrested. let's go, champ. Hey, someone's getting arrested. No, you bro. gotta uh-huh. be
0: sorry for him. Too. Let's go, champ. Yeah, yell that at
1: Bernie Sanders. Let's go, champ. <laughs> let's go, two percent. <laughs> yeah, let's go. The blacks. And the Native Americans, everybody loves me because they call me the champ. Let's protest, champ. Let's stop this pipeline, champ. We got shout-out this week, guys? I ain't got nothing for none of y'all because y'all suck. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Rate and review us. (laughs) We didn't get a new SoundCloud follower this week, so. We didn't get any more
0: reviews. We haven't
1: Uh, been. It's been a a, slow week. Come on, champs out there. Come on.
0: Give us a rate and review, champ. Come on. All right, so let's just get to the show. Oh, yeah, a oh, mini shout-out fucking, uh, if you listen to the show, you know who this is, Butters. Butters. Who's the boy with eyes for wonder? Thinks being yourself is the best thing to be? Who's that rascal
2: with the tweezers in his pocket? Everyone knows it's Butters. That's me. Jumping in puddles, skipping down the hallway. He goes to the petting zoo. He loves John Altay, who's that guy with the cutest little dimples, batting his eyes at every puppy he sees. If you look inside yourself, you might be surprised when you find a little boy
0: named Butters.
2: Well, that's,
0: that's me. Yeah. Hey, uh, Butters, yell at the people, say hi. You're really loud. Hi. God, you suck. Hey, fuck Hey, that sounded like a fucking hiccup. You're <laughs> the worst fucking thing I've ever had. You're, I'm you know what? You're right there. You're right there with Adam right now. I know. <laughs> You're right up there with Adam. I like I don't know
1: what
2: you want
0: me to yell. Nobody knows what you want me to yell. Okay, hey,
2: I'm not.
0: Moving sure. on. <laughs> Steven, you uh was you had a birthday. Have you heard yeah, about I did, this? I did, uh, you heard about this? I
1: heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> Drove to fucking Disneyland and back. Serial killers, Mickey Mouse, and Dak. Adding and I <laughs> Oh that was good. Adding I picked up Joel from Sack and then they got robbed from some random black. In
0: Vegas. <laughs> what? I didn't hear about I don't about this. This. Oh, no, We did not get robbed. We were almost ambushed. From a random a black dope, ad. Sh- and you sh- say it? <laughs> <laughs> From a random black. But we saw through her ruse immediately. Because this is Trump country. <laughs> this is Trump's nation. Stop. Stop with the, you're beating that dead <laughs> horse so bad. They're going to ruin all the Trump jokes because it's not going to be funny anymore. Because you keep saying it.
1: It's funny if I say it again and again and again. <laughs> Everything's funny. <laughs> I'm the greatest of money.
0: <laughs> we're gonna get th- we're gonna get to that story, that whole story about what happened, everything in Vegas. We're gonna get to what happened in Vegas. Well, I haven't heard about none of that yet. Yeah, because we're saving it for the podcast. Guys, hey, Chris,
1: guess what? Addie almost got out right in Vegas. You want to hear? it? Listen to the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, Oh, man. so
0: Stevie went on a trip before, but before we that went was a to great Vegas, song though. Before we even <laughs> left to go I to, to Las it up Vegas, right when I showed up, that's
1: why I had the computer typing it uh, Look at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, before we went to Las Vegas, uh, Stevie went on his own trip with Dak. And they did a couple of things. Yeah, we had a blast. Then we went to Vegas. Um, <laughs> Ad- Adney, Joel, and I. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, um, as you heard from the Bank episode last Sunday, trying to, trying to surprise Dak with this, and you guys have known about it for a long time. I've been talking about Luckily, she did not know. She didn't find out. Yeah, because we're not shitty friends. We don't spoil the surprise. Eh, I, wasn't that hard. I know. Should have th- been a shitty friend and spoiled it because... Because you can?
0: You. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, that, champ. But, That's not me, champ. But to to be be fair, back that up, champ. To be fair, it's not like we show up at our work and yeah. like hang out and like, you want to hear, like, hear some stuff? Like, you know. We did help her move without spilling the beans. Yeah. Well, we did do that. We're fucking awesome, champ. <laughs> oh, we're <the> champs. champs. <laughs> you know why we're champs? Because we didn't spill the beans be while moving, champ. <laughs> and we helped move, champ. Yeah, we helped move, champ. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> That was pretty good. Oh, Stevie just went to take a shit real quick, so I guess we got to fill in the people on what he did. Oh. All right, so, Ooh. like he said, surprise <laughs> That's He's all, boring. all boring. All the su- thought That was, like, he made a video so painfully boring. Oh, man, no I couldn't even, even watch it. Girlfriend. It was,
1: like, three and a half minutes. Like, <laughs> we see
0: her forcing her emotion. <laughs> Horrible <laughs> actress. Like, can we, say, <laughs> can we just say, can we just say, like, this was, like, I want to say like Anne Hathaway level bullshit acting. Eh,
1: maybe that's pushing it. <laughs> that
0: was so bad, Dak. And uh, like, where's we'll the
1: production some... value, bro? Like, come on, let's oh, get God. some lights in there. Can we put some makeup on. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I didn't can say. We, it. Can we make our
2: I didn't say it. shots fly? <laughs> like
0: shots <five>. Presentable. <laughs> I mean, men and women. You don't want either of you. Don't want your male actors looking like shit. I mean, obviously, you don't want him like with a huge, giant beer belly. That's obviously why shit I didn't have show dust himself all over in his it. face. Yeah, a fuck just gross ugly just triple chin because he's doing a weird stance you don't want that in your guy actors you don't want that in your girl actors deck. I'm talking <laughs> about your chip stuff
1: she nope. also didn't know but with Stevie you always <laughs> gotta know that it's probably going public like
0: no here's what I think happened because like he's obviously shoving uh, like a, a his, his phone in her face videotaping it so she knows that he's she's being videotaped so she was like Act like she was like, "What the fuck? This is uncomfortable."
2: Now it's even you know more what I mean awkward. Yeah, if it me was like if, if it, like if
0: it was a secret recording. I bet her reaction would have just been like through the fucking roof. It' crazy that like, she would have screamed plan. out loud.
2: Candy camera,
1: you want candy camera now? But what? as
0: it stands, uh, horrible actress, uh, horrible
2: video. <laughs> 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 That's so weak. No, yeah, he posted this
1: cute little video or whatever, and. It was about him surprising Dak on the way to Anaheim. It was
0: adorable. No, it really was. It was. Like, it was in, all, in all honesty, it was an adorable little video, um, of a guy surprising his girlfriend with like a, an incredible birthday thing and. They went to fucking Disneyland. Like, who, what girl doesn't want to go to Disneyland who grew up watching Disney movies and shit and still idolizes Ariel? Only
1: way you can games? go to Disneyland, though, is if you get that easy, that Platinum Pass or the Easy Pass
0: or whatever. Because you if you're not getting it. the passes, I mean, you're, like, sitting for four hours. You like, know what's great is if you know what you're doing, you can score a lot of drugs off the actors. <laughs> it's a serious thing. There's a <laughs> lot of cocaine. Cocaine. Just, it's, and sex. Like, oh, my God, if you... Like look up some articles that were uh, done that are interviews of the people who worked at Disneyland. It gets fucking nutty, man. There's And just... Disneyland? Oh. Really? Like where what what are the spots? Let me like everything about it. Like cuz like everyone who has to like the the rules in order for you to play one of the Disney characters is like remarkably strict. You have to like like you're physically you have to be able to write with both hands. Uh, you, well, have you have to be, be able to stay in character 24 oh. hours. You have to be in phenomenal physical shape. You can't let off for a fucking second. Really? You have to be like everything that the kids could imagine the characters to oh, be. Oh, dude, they're juicing. Yeah. <laughs> like there was like this this video of some dude, who the guy who plays Gaston from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Some regular like bro dude went up to him. This dude's like hella like, muscular and he's like, oh, I'll just do a push-up contest. And the dude got his ass beat by gaston gaston just fucking just destroys him with a push-up contest then starts doing with one-handed and he starts talking shit too all he's doing one-handed push-ups damn like you got to be in phenomenal shape and the hair, the wigs you know that they make you wear, are like 50 pounds. You, I'm telling you, I read these articles. Like I didn't just make it up. I'm not crazy. Okay, okay, okay.
2: Sounds
0: <laughs> like you're cra- crazy you know, for Disney, Disney, bro. It's the first time a shit has Dude, ever happened I on the show. I appreciate you. I don't know many times i got to tell you this. Mulan is by far the
2: best. I like best. how I went, to the, I went to the bathroom.
1: Listen, I had to take a shit. It's the first time a shit. They time. know that. They this know is the first that. time oh, a oh, serious yeah. shit has happened on the podcast. Usually we don't have to take shits. No, but because when takes I take regular time. leave, and he's funny. I went on vacation. I come back. He's like, this is why Mulan's the one, dude. Mulan's the one. <laughs> I can turn anything into anything I want to talk about. Uh-huh. I know you can. All right, so, yeah. Like, what'd you tell him about the fucking, uh... Oh, we're at Disneyland. So what happened at Disneyland? So, well, did you tell him about the thing? Video? Yeah. So I made a video. Yeah, we told the him about the video. I don't even want to open your right we, now. We like, like, ripped, ripped it, it on it
0: for a soft. Soft what, you made fun <laughs> of it? We did both. You'll listen to it. Hey, Rosie, I I. Spoke a heart wrenching soliloquy about the beauty of that video. <laughs> I gave it an Aaron Serkin oh, speech level about how gay it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but we yeah, so clear. yeah, Dakota had no fucking idea. We were going down to Disneyland, I got the surpriser. Drive all the way fucking down there. It took forever to get their fucking bullshit, dude. Then we yeah, make it's it Anaheim, right? Yeah. So it was like eight, nine hours? is yeah it was about nine hours yeah something so like that right. so we make it into fucking town traffic wasn't wasn't her car? actually that her bad car, right her car yeah we drove yeah, her car smart. my car's <laughs> still the one though it's fine <laughs> it's like still the one he says <laughs> so we drive fucking down there <laughs> we we park we get our fucking hotel first off she gives me wrong directions and i'm like i have to shit hella bad and piss i'm like i'm like f- holding pinching my dick hardcore i'm pinching my dick for like 15 minutes like physically yeah and she i like babe hey, look up the address look up the address and i'm fucking like freaking out and then she's like, oh, it's right here, babe. Turn on this street. It's right here. We pull into the hotel. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'm like, babe, you got to park the car. I jump out. And I'm like, I gotta use I have a hotel reservation. I got to use the bathroom. So I run over there and I use the fucking bathroom. And I come back out. And she's like, yeah, your name's not on here. I was like, what? I got a hotel. And she's like, you have your directions. I hand it to her. She goes, oh, you typed in the address wrong. You flipped these two numbers. It's down the street. And I was like, fucking Dakota. <laughs> fucking Dak. So I jump back in and She's like
0: What's going on Okay time out brother. Like I blame you For relying ah, On a girl That's true For literally anything That's true Whoa shots That's fire true. That's true. You remember what I said buddy <laughs> I can tell you So many fucking stories About that animal On the couch right now <laughs> About
1: that animal
0: So we fucking um,
1: We're like We get there We get in, we actually make it To our hotel And she was like Babe I want to actually Give you a present now I was like, "Sweet, what what is it?" Because my her, we make it there on her birthday. We're gonna go to Disneyland on mine, but it should be switched. Because basically, Tuesday was my birthday and Wednesday was her. I'll explain why. Uh, she hands me a fucking thing to open. I open it up and it's a fucking it's just playing cards. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I open it up and I take them out and it's literally forty fucking serial killer uh collector's item cards that are in mint fucking condition she said because i remember her telling me oh i got something for you online it was the last thing that they had i had to write the person personally and tell them listen this is your last one i will i will pay whatever it takes to get these from you and she was telling me she i thought she got me a painting from a serial killer which would have been sweet but she got me those. I was like, this is awesome. And they are 40 they cards. Do look, they actually do look, like he laid them all out. They do look pretty cool. Yeah, you turn them over and they tell the history behind the serial And that's killers. from
0: somebody who doesn't give
1: a
2: fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and also,
1: one of the cards, which is super cool about it, they're classic cards. These are old school ones. They are made, uh, printed in 1990. And a lot of serial killers, like new age ones are not on there. What's funny, there's a mystery card on there called the green. New age ones? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean new like
0: new print, <laughs> new age. You know what I mean? Like, but no, like, these up it, and I got coming it. motherfuckers. I just didn't realize him. that there's like a market for. They can't really this touch the old, ones, the old school ones. Old We used to know how to make killers back in the day. Make America great again. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah,
1: Make serial killers. <laughs> yeah, make serial killers <laughs> great again. Um, no, but what's really cool about it? When I opened it up, I looked at the cards and I'm like, holy shit, because there's a mystery card in there. There's gonna be a couple mystery cards of serial killers that we don't know about. Zodiac mm. killer, don't know who it is. Jack the Ripper. Don't know who it is, but there was one that's the most infamous in America, and that was the Green River Killer, and he killed more people in America than any other serial killer ever. He killed, I think, 79- Did Johnny
2: 79,
1: Cash have a song Green River? I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh, I'm thinking of Fightful Goes West. Uh, my bad. Uh, bad. Uh, Wait a Same thing. Bad. Disney, right? <laughs> my bad. Not, <laughs> no, but my bad. Sorry. All right. Uh, so- I'm like, oh, what the fuck, Green River Killer? It says this mysterious fucking killer, no one's been able to catch. They were made in the 1990s. We caught him in 2002, November 16, 2002, my fucking birthday. And his name is uh, Gary Ridgway. And it's just crazy to see a mystery card. You're holding a card at, from a time that was like, this guy is still a mystery to us, the biggest killer in American history. And yet we got to, we caught him, fucking, you know, 15 years ago. Which it is, it's fucking nuts. When did the Zodiac or, sorry, killer do uh, all his stuff? The Zodiac Killer did all this stuff in the 70s, I believe. I think it was like. So, like, would 70s, he be maybe alive 80s, right now? Or would maybe he be dead he could now. be alive right now. Yeah, he de- I mean, could he definitely could, be alive. He could definitely be dead, though, too, right? He could right? definitely Just be dead like or alive. We don't know his age. That's the whole thing. Yeah. We don't know what age he was. Um, she, a yeah. lot of serial killers are still alive in prison. You, get, tr- Well, Charlie Manson isn't a serial killer. He actually didn't kill anybody. Um, like, one person he, I think, shot but didn't kill. And he's in prison right now. And he's 83. So, I mean, there's a lot of serial killers that are still alive right now that are in fucking Prison Famous. I think Gary Ridgway is one that's still in there. Toy Box Killer. Uh, but that's beside the point. So that's fucking exciting. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, let's go out to... <laughs>
2: it's great. Dax
1: 21st. So let's go out to dinner for uh, her fucking birthday. So we go to Downtown Disney because you don't need fucking... Uh, you don't need your ticket yet for Downtown Disney. You can just go in that area before you go into the park. And it's like, sweet. And they had this fucking... I looked at a bunch of different restaurants. We went to this place called Cattle. Dude, fucking awesome. Got to buy Decker's sure first it legal drink. So like, that yeah, was, it was the like first 13 one. bucks. No, actually, it was not that expensive. The whole really? place was not that expensive. They were super cool. I got these mini fucking sliders, dude. They were fucking Cuban sandwich sliders. Like fucking oh, Cuban dude. sandwiches mm. are super All famous. All I hear about from Joey Diaz is a motherfucking Cuban You gotta get a Cuban sub, dude. You gotta get a cool Cuban man. sandwich, dude. You gotta get that corn. Cool <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's got to do a pulled pork. Oh. So I got one, but there was three sliders. So I was like, this is fucking yeah. money, dude. So we enjoy ourselves. We, we mm, grab it. Delicious. And then we drive from downtown Disney. All right, now we got to drive because part of her uh, thing, her birthday present was the Museum of Death. And the Museum of Death... I just thought it was like a lot of syrup her thing yeah that was your thing that was, it was our thing uh, but it was for okay, her birthday okay, okay. it's her birthday right. it's, it's cool that I have a for girlfriend for your birthday <laughs> yeah it's cool that I have a girlfriend that's what I'm saying this should have been switched right? <laughs> her birthday was my birthday because it was Disneyland and then but yeah so I'm like, sweet, we're going to the fucking Museum of Death. We're gonna make, we can make it there. Freeway said like 20 miles. No problem. 20 miles can take you like an hour. Nothing. At least. No, hold on. I get on the 405. Yeah, that's that's your first mistake. Yeah, exactly. What I time? I, what time did you get on the 405? I think like, like fucking five. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> do you want? I want to kill yourself. Life. No shit. So twenty miles it probably took you. No, a I solid think, we hour. At, we think we went at. think we went at. Yeah, yeah, maybe no, maybe six o'clock. We Welcome are. to the fucking matter.
0: traffic copter episode of the Alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, Fest. you basically turned on the Californian skit from SNL. You <laughs> should, should take the four o five up to the ten. Like you want to take the two to the like you're doing that. I know. Yeah. I didn't realize.
1: Okay. I know about traffic. Hey, are doing it right now. Yeah. So but how long we, did it take? Twenty, 20 miles? Guess. Let's guess. How like long did it hour, take me, guys? Like an two, hours. Hour. two hours. Yep. Two at hours, least. almost exactly. Two hours, almost exactly. Oh. Yeah. But I think I've heard you. I like looked like at 100. her and I was all, "We just drove to Sacramento." <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad when I got on the off the freeway. I wanted to turn around and get back on the freeway and go home. Like I was, I was like mad. Like we're not gonna make it. It closes at eight. It closes at eight. So I was like, "We're not gonna fucking make it." Great, great. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure that was Not a gonna great car. Dude, 6:45 rolls around and I'm like, great, we have an hour and fucking 15 minutes. So I think 6:45 we pulled off. We fucking we we see it. We're super excited. We turn on sunset. And not only do we see it, but uh, right after it, it's like ten dollar parking, and a guy standing out there with the fucking numbers and shit. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, whatever, ten dollar parking, it's worth it. We park, not bad, $10. super excited. We pump ourselves worse. up. I start finger banging her right there in the parking lot just to get her a little warm, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I took it out because oh. then you got to let her be excited all the way through the murder museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, she was already excited Nancy the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, let's fuck. <laughs> She's Uh, like, just you know, struggling alone. So we we leave, right? (laughs) We we drop (laughs) a couple elbows. (laughs) Chuck, we park the car. Charles,
0: me. (laughs) We park the car.
1: We walk over to the fucking museum, and there's a left area to like park for the museum, free parking for the museum. Oh, smart. There you go. Free parking for the museum. Now I'm even more (laughs) mad. You guys just paid ten bucks to fucking park my fucking car, and I didn't see the free parking thing. But it was all worth it because we stepped in the museum. Fucking dude right there, and the uh, when we first got in there, super stoked, like just talking to him immediately. These other two people in front of us go in there, we're, we're like standing with another couple, they go in, in front of us. Then I start talking to this dude with glasses, I'm like, man, this is awesome. And I, as he's ringing us up, I'm looking around the shop, there's a bunch of fucking serial killer shirts and stuff. And then over here, they have Charlie Manson's album. Do you know he was a musician? He has a fucking actual album. That that's the whole point. The whole thing was Charlie Manson was a musician, and then people started following his music, and then following his lifestyle. And then Char- the Manson family, they moved out to the desert. But he originally was a musician, and so they had his actual fucking album there. For Horrible sale. musician.
2: Yeah, but a nice guy. A nice Not that guy. bad.
1: Um, Horrible <laughs> yeah. music. Yeah, he didn't actually kill Nice anybody. guy.
0: Uh, like people who never got killed think he's really nice. They all <laughs> said he was a really nice guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm stoked immediately. I'm like,
0: people can fucking Charlie
1: Man,
2: George Man's fucking. Oh, he's in there. Let's go, champ. <laughs> dude, let's go. I was pumped <laughs> dude. On, so oh, then I, I told the guy, I'm, I'm everything. super
1: excited. Guy rings us up, and then he brings us in, the, and then he's like, all right, have fun going in the next room. And I was talking to him, I'm like, man, I bet Henry Zabrowski. As soon as I saw what was in the next room, I was like, man, I bet Henry Zabrowski. Fucking super stoked about this room. And the guy, they follow you around. They don't follow you around, but they constantly going in and out of rooms they don't want you taking pictures and filming shit they want you to enjoy yourself but they also it's like don't you know don't you can also print shit out and make say this is real this is you know authentico italiano uh shit like that so they kind of follow you around but they talk to you as well so as soon as i mentioned henry Brasky, the guy's like you're Last podcast, man. I was like, "Yeah, dude, I fucking last, love last podcast." So like, you, you you listen to any other True Crime? I was a like, Sword and Scale. Um, I've been murdered. He's like, nah. I was like, "Dude, you need to get on that shit." I was like, "If you listen to that." Yeah, uh, you're telling him. <laughs> I did. I did. I told the guy who works at the fucking uh, museum yeah, of death. Probably because what you, he you fucking... probably work there. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get into the first room, right? And it's just all paintings from fucking John Wayne Gacy, and I was like, "This is fucking nuts." This picture. The picture. I'm losing my shit then there's a bunch of action figures serial killer action figures <laughs> like aunt adney i was like you got oh, any legos God. you got any serial killer legos around here like that's what legos needs to look into adney
0: why you know what I'm like, that's get,
1: a tiny market yeah not worth for me because i'm a tiny man so that's <laughs> yeah, fun yeah
0: like, if, <laughs> like your core audience is like 10 year olds parents are gonna buy that shit but it would hey, be cool. you that's, gotta make now, them
1: aware that they are they could get kidnapped Lego, and murdered by serial killers. If you make sure that they give them a Lego that says like "build this Lego. guy who could kill you eventually," and we'll just
0: get faster. One open big up a lot Lego. More. But they do have a thing; it's called like "in creative suggestions" or whatever on the website where you can <laughs> like basically make your own little things and send it to them, and they might make it a thing. Oh, like they did that with center, like, just like Jonestown massacre. <laughs> you should, no, should reenact like, the Jonestown so massacre. Like, people did both, <laughs> like. <laughs> like Back to the Future, like the DeLorean yeah. uh, Time Machine as Legos. They also did the Ghostbusters, original Ghostbusters as in Lego form. I, and those both became like mass produced uh, sets.
1: See, I can just I can just do my but own thing. Like, but fuck, like, fuck Legos. I'll just do it myself. I'll buy it I'll buy a thing that just lets me build like a little house, little thing, and with like palm trees and stuff, and then I'll buy nine hundred and like eighty little figurines just like plain figurines and I'll just lay them all on their backs and then I'll take a fucking bird's eye shot of it and that'll be the Jonestown Massacre it was like almost a thousand suicides that'll that'll work right that's a thing and be like listen this is what you need to look into people will buy this there's a market for this you need to touch all markets Chris touch all children (laughs) in (laughs) markets touch all children with your markets so, um, uh, sorry, I'm, just, I'm super pumped about the fucking room. There's a bunch of cards. So, like, wait, John Wayne Gacy, like, you mean paintings of him or paintings Paintings he did. that he, he painted. He was a painter He was a well? painter, yeah. So, like, he painted his, his victims or something? No, 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 no. no. no, no oh, so he painted, was just he, a he, random had this, he had this persona called Pogo the Clown. So, it's got, like, all their hobbies in his fucking well, yeah. room? Well, he had a... He, so, he was Pogo the Clown, okay? Pogo the Clown... It's like the Hall of Fame for any sports.
0: Like, here's mm. your stats. And ah, yeah. Other thing.
1: <laughs> so, listen, Pogo the Clown was John Wayne Gacy's clown. He was a... Uh, politician who basically created a construction company and then started bringing like young boys into the construction company and then bringing them home, giving them booze and then doing this thing called the rope trick on them. The rope trick or like uh, the fucking handcuff trick and he would trick them into putting shit on and then they would tie themselves up he would show them the trick first because he was a Pogo the Clown magician so he would show them the trick first and then he would do it to them and they don't, they don't know what he's doing so then he had them obviously tied up without doing anything and then he'd rape kill them and then bury them in his attic or a basement and they found like like he like, actually buried him in his basement. Yeah, yeah. There was like twenty nine, I think. Yeah. So, so he has a basement so that's just—he had like like a basement dirt? that was just yeah, basement that was all like. So it was, like more it like was a underneath his floorboards. Under uh, underneath his floorboards, basically. Mm. Uh, and it, make underneath it stink the cellar, a little bit. Yeah, he got caught. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of bodies. Like we didn't expect this at all. Like, uh-huh. We did not expect this. He's a politician. It's fucking crazy. But he created this persona called Pogo the Clown. They had his real clown shoes there fucking nuts uh poker the clown i talked about him last when we talked were about were they the, all bloody no they were normal um you washed the blood off pretty sure come but on let, let him be so they had, Isn't that fucking they with had evidence? actual <laughs> handcuffs from like from i think one of his victims either or maybe the handcuffs that he got handcuffed with it didn't specify but it was shown there and uh he's the clown that i talked about when we were talking about crazy uh, killer clowns that. most clowns what they do is they they make their makeup uh circular there's no sharp points to make up in any clown it's supposed to be inviting every clown's circular uh, lips everything like even the point of your mouth that's why they make it a circle around the mouth Pogo the clown. If you look at his pictures, it's all points. Everything's all pointed. So it's for some reason you don't know why, but you just look at the picture without even knowing who he is, and you get this eerie, weird feeling. And it's because your mind is so used to these clowns having these round circles, and yet you have points on this one person. Like, he's just a fucking fat clown. That's yeah, yeah it's also scary. Um, but then they had like all I these was cards. Fucked up a fat clown. They had all these cards on the wall, like all a bunch of fucking serial killer playing cards, like mine, but a different set, and I think from a different company. And I'm looking through all of them on the wall, and I'm like, "HH Holmes, you, you don't have HH Holmes here." And they were like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure we do." And I'm like, "You guys don't have?" I was like, not upset at them, but I was like, "How do you not? How do you not have fucking Holmes? Like seriously?" And we talked about Holmes before, fucking you know. Uh, you know, 27 and 200. So, uh, and I'm soaked and then finally the guy found it but it was like hidden inside a case and they had all these letters. They had fucking, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. He he used to, because uh, serial killers is very weird. Serial killers get a lot of fans and a lot of fan mail for some weird reason but a lot of females as well that look at it not in the sense of he's a serial killer but look in a sense of through uh, evolution, as he is a. He's something to mate with because he's gonna be protective of my baby. Like, he's gonna be protective of me and my baby because he'll kill for me and not just he'll kill me. Um, it's something wrong in, in uh, like, it's like psychosis, a little bit. I don't really know how to explain it, but there uh, are women. Bitch, no bitches love fame. Like as soon as uh, you become yeah. famous, all these fucking mental health issues. They were
0: saying no a minute ago? Oh, now they want
1: it. Yeah, and like <laughs> last podcast talks about it, and they had this whole episode about women who love serial killers. And it's like, how, like, how are you gonna, know, like, you? This guy's like, oh, you, you got married, and then you got divorced. Like, oh, how are you gonna take half? I have nothing to give. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, like you get toothbrush you get soap and toothbrushes and fucking cigarettes. <laughs> it's like, can't okay, what do you, what can you do? And, like, it's funny because they were talking about all these other serial killers that have been married in prison. And it seems as though, like, Charles Manson got married and he was, like, freaking out about it. Like, he loved prison, but he wanted to escape because somebody was trying to fucking marry him. Mm. And it's, like, they make fun of that as in, like, yeah, you're in prison. But the scariest thing and the most, like, dramatic thing and shocking thing is someone trying to marry you. So you're losing your shit. It's, like, it just shows that relationships are worse than prison. Um, that's, that's what I got out of it, at least. <laughs> To be honest, I've been trying to explain it to you guys for uh,
0: fucking so many episodes.
1: Fuck you guys! I'm in a great relationship. <laughs> Suck it. So am I. So we're going in the first room. We're excited. We're talking to the dude. The next room is all execution room. So it's like we saw a fucking oh, real, execution. real fucking electric chair, and then we saw all these uh, all sparky. Yeah. So all these like uh, fucking did you sit in it too? No, they don't let you touch it. And it showed all these postcards from back in the day of hangings. There were postcards that you sent to people. Hey, I'm over here in fucking Florida. I'm over here in fucking Texas. Here's a postcard. Hope the family's doing well. And the front of the postcard is literally hangings. Ooh. How fucking crazy is that? They're like all these old fucking... I'm like, what? that was a postcard? Not like the sunset, you know what I mean? Like here in Atlanta. But like, dude, fucking nuts. So we go to the next room, then it has, or shows you embalming shit. It's a video of, like, an old-school video of people being embalmed, like, when they die, taxidermy sort of things. And then it shows you a bunch of children's pictures of, like, when, because parents used to stuff them and then take pictures with them while they were dead. Like, there was this huge thing that came in, like, the turn of the 20th century. People used to take pictures of dead bodies, children, grandparents, whatever have you. They would seriously set them up and take pictures, and it's, Creepy as fuck. It's the weirdest thing ever. And then they had an original suit that they would bury people in. They always printed out the same suit made the same suit that they would bury people in. If people, you, you know, back in the day, it's just like here's our mm. suit from our funeral company, for instance. And then it had a real mummified body inside of a fucking coffin. And it's like, shh. It tells you basically respect the dead. You know, be quiet. And then it shows all these coffins from from large to small, like babies and then uh, on the wall it was a little tiny fucking white bag with like a ziploc bag little thing it was like it was just all white with a little zipper on it and it says this is a baby's body bag or a random limb bag <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally said that right next uh, to each other it was fucking great and then I got to see it was like a big room for that it looked like a Christian funeral room and then we just fucked up they put to the side the Jewish funeral little area which is just a little tiny cubby the Spanish fucking area got even more uh, larger space it was Diaz that's my. Those, so it was all this day of the dead shit, but from back in the day, it was all these fucking uh skull, uh, candy skulls, crazy ass flowers, and all this shit it was beautiful, it was like super vibrant and light, which is way different than how we view it. It's all dark and, and eerie here and in, in the states, and like especially with Catholics, Christians, but then you get uh, the dead is almost more celebrated in. Mexico, like I think they celebrate Dia de los Muertos, like November second or something. But it's all colorful and like vibrant because they're trying to honor the dead, and they bring candy to the gravesites or what the people right. liked. Uh, so we got to see that, which is really cool. And then the next room, you go in there, yeah, and this I'm is, really where, so it is, is this where it is starts. This like, to get, like two stories or something. No, this, or this or is place just one story, little story area. This is where it starts to get fucking brutal. You turn it into the next room, right? And as before, we even walk in there, like when we're in the first circular room. Actually, there's this. The door opens, that's like to another room. That's the room that we're, we're just now walking in. But they walked out of the door. It's like the exit door. And the girl's like, I just can't. Oh, my God, I just can't. I just can't. And this girl's like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be right. And it's like, you're fucking being dramatic with me in a fucking pussy. Oh, my, it, like, it really bothered Dak and I because I'm like, this fucking bitch over here. I just can't watch it. I got to leave. It's like, you paid I mean, money yeah, for this. You see everything yeah, if you paid sure. money for it. Yeah. And then you walk in the room and turn to the left and it's like, you just want attention seriously there's no one to get attention from there was like eight people there (laughs) so uh, you walk into the left and it's all these fucking real polaroid pictures and then it's a it's a little plaque that reads and it's all these pulled over pictures of naked people, but it's, it's the same three naked people. It's a female looking at the camera, shoving a fucking knife into this dude's fucking scrotum. Then it's a next picture of this guy getting his fucking foot sawed off with a giant saw. And the next picture of him having a, his own foot in his fucking mouth, he's like laying sprawled out dead. It's basically a naked female and a naked dude fucking with the dead guy. And then you read the thing and it says, this girl and her boyfriend killed her husband. They fucking got high brutally fucking murdered and tortured this guy chopped off his fucking body parts everything fucked on top and of him and you know
0: if they show that shit on The View all those fucking clucking chickens Cluck. would just be all like oh you do it girl you uh-huh. he deserved it how dare he uh, how dare he be dead in front of you girl you know what I mean leave the seat up or how dare he let you
1: not fuck on him with your boyfriend
0: fucking bunch of
1: fuck you so i'm like whoa these are real fucking photos man and it said like this it, i wish it said this basically what it said this dumbass bitch is what it should have said but it said this female blah I blah, blah, gave her name her and her boyfriend that they knew someone at the kodak company so they went there a friend of theirs turned in the camera and the film was developed and then somebody else saw the film and that's how they got caught i'm like you if you're gonna murder somebody and take pictures of it learn to develop <laughs> Simple as that. Take a development (laughs) class. Develop your own photos. If you're going to be doing some gangster ass shit like that, I would suggest you don't tell anybody about it. you, You just don't do that. It's for you and it's for him. And it's it's the love between you guys fucking on this dead person. That's fine. But you don't take it to Walmart and be like, all right, I'm going to pick this up at three. We cool? Like, you know, throw him 20 uh, bucks and be like, don't you, you didn't see nothing. What happens in my apartment stays in my apartment. You know, (laughs) that doesn't happen. This will happen to you, bro. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm, I'm looking at those. I read all that. And then I go to the left and Dak is, I'm walking with Dak and following her to the right. But then she turns around and she points to the room to my, or she points to the glass wall on my left. She goes, oh my God, babe, look, Heaven's Gate. And I turned and I was like, holy shit. Heaven's Gate was a fucking, (laughs) sorry, dude. Uh, It was a suicide fucking like alien weird cult to where they thought that the alien mothership was coming. They actually had uh, videos that they would send out to people and they'd go around and try to get people to to come join their cult. And it's called The Away Team. The Away Team, they had like these fucking patches and they all wore Nikes and like black jumpsuits, <laughs> basically. And they all slept in bug beds. And they were basically, the alien ship is gonna come down and we're gonna kill ourselves. The only way to pass on to the alien ship is for our souls to pass on. And we kill ourselves and then our souls pass on to the alien ship. And it's just weird, dude. Family Guy did a perfect example of it in an old episode. Add news what I'm talking about. And uh, I do. Yeah. So <laughs> you, When she pointed in there, I looked in there and it's the actual bunk beds from Heaven's Gate. So I was like, oh my fucking God. They had the actual roped off like tape, the yellow tape. They had the actual tape on the ground and then they killed themselves by poisoning. Like they took pills and they mixed them up with like an applesauce and they had the actual applesauce from the fucking Heaven's Gate and then the actual fucking bottles of pills that they actually used so it was like fucking whoa this is real and not only that but they showed two fake bodies dressed in the same exact garb that were uh, heaven's gate the people who killed themselves was in one person was laid one way the other one person was laid the other way and then there was a fucking video
2: playing in the oh. center of the
1: room and it was their tape convincing people to come join the cult mm. so it was like oh this is fucking sweet <laughs> and then Dax like come on bro. I was like oh I'm exci- I'm excited about this <laughs> and Dax like no you need to come in this room <laughs> And I'm like, all right. She drags me in the room, and as soon as I get in the room, <laughs> you guys are just fucking coming all over yeah, each other. how something? riled up were you guys afterwards? I'm just, just attacking dude. each other. I just—it's <laughs> weird because it's like, it's weird being in this type of relationship where I can be comfortable liking shit like this without feeling like, oh, I can't tell my girlfriend I'm into fucking. You know, I'm fascinated by serial killers and murder and all that stuff. So it's cool that she's just as into it. I don't feel weird. <laughs> Um, and even the guy I talked to I'll tell you this We have shared interest, guys <laughs> It's so adorable <laughs> So she takes me to the room And she's
0: like Babe, God, you gotta come you see this room puke.
1: And we walk into the room And it's fucking Charles Manson's guitar 12 string guitar on the wall In a glass case I was like No fucking why <laughs> And it's playing a Charles <laughs> no Manson stairway. <laughs> it's playing a Charles Manson that's fucking good it's playing a Charlie Manson video of like there's a documentary of somebody that went there and like recorded the Manson family and there's a lot of shit and I, and I didn't know about it and I was like watching the video and it was like they would fuck like, they would fuck there, and they would have kids, and when they'd have kids, they'd take one of uh, Charlie's guitar strings, like, the fucking, the E string, like, the very, very thin one, the high one, and he'd fucking tie it around the umbilical cord and stretch it and fucking snap the umbilical cord with his guitar string, which is pretty metal as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's super metal, dude. <laughs> metal, right, Addy? metal? <laughs> you said that. Oh. Addy that! Addy was about to say that. Addy not about to say fucking, that's Metal! but I caught his lips He I said it first. You did. Because <laughs> he said it the other day. Yeah. It was yeah. good. But I thought it first <laughs> when I was there and then Abney said it, it because we're go. 26, it's, 26 it's, years. That's
0: <laughs> so fucking mad. Yeah, that's yeah, a hell bro. of dude. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like imagine him, imagine the scene of she's like, like ah, giving birth, like screaming her heads off and he's like standing over her on the bed just r- fucking ripping on his guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get this baby. <laughs> Come on,
0: <laughs> champ. <laughs> Although he keeps, he's like he's like wait, 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 <laughs> wait, because he wasn't that good of a guitarist. <laughs> and then he like, oh, you got it. And he fucking breaks it off. And he's like, mad, ah, and
1: he got it. It's so buddy, fucking yeah. funny. And they they basically explaining it on the video like,
0: oh, the, you know the kids that they raised the fucking kids. Not only that, so, but like I saw this on The Godfather. This <laughs> how so they killed Luca Brasi. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking piano wire, hilarious.
0: Or, a grot? Is that what it's called? It's called a Sicilian bow tie.
1: Yeah, I know that, but it's something else. (laughs) I think it's called a garrot. It's when it's the string with the fucking, the two, Mm. like, quarts. So, dude, we went to Vegas, right? So, no, no, so, yeah. (laughs) So, then... Uh, I'm just I've been excited to talk about this for how long, and this is the only place I can share this, and you guys this don't care, fun. but I care, and that's what's fun. So uh, we're trying to kill time. People, people enjoy murder stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then after we enter that room, right? The room is a it's there's a wall in the center of the room, but the room okay. is a full square. So you basically the wall in the center is two doors on each side. Now after we look at the little bit of the Charlie Mans room, we go on the other side, and it's the actual photos from the Black Dahlia murder, which is probably the most famous scene. And uh, m- at least for mysterious wise, in true crime. <laughs> One of the most famous scenes in true crime. Everyone knows Black Dahlia. You know Black Dahlia?
0: Nope, mm-hmm. sure don't. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> no, nope, sure don't. No, nope, dude. I saw that movie, dude. With Josh Hyde. I saw Black yeah. Mirror once, movie. so I saw
1: Black Mirror, though, once. It's the same thing. Black, Black Mirror what it is dude.
0: such a good show. <laughs>
1: oh, can we talk about... Let's talk about Black Mirror no. again. So, <laughs> they have the actual fucking thing. And not only that, but they have an entire O.J. fucking... that's uh, like a glass right. case full of, like... There's this book written His by... His the- <laughs> <laughs> It's got the Heisman on there. <laughs> The
0: How many yards you
1: fucking. <laughs> the OJ fucking whole shrine is basically OJ Simpson. It's all like these books and magazines about him and like the fucking real crime scene photos from him killing his fucking wife. Like, also, the, allegedly. Oh, it's that's real. The black that's of you real. That. <laughs> that's real. Even fucking Chappelle's <laughs> like. <laughs> even Chappelle's like. O.J. did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he no, he didn't. I'm
0: just saying allegedly. No, he was saying about a different <laughs> trial, and they in that skit. He was not O.J. No, he kept saying he he kept like defending it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Was, oh, no, that, My he, blackness
0: will not let me answer. Yeah, that. that's what he like, did. But then it was another. And that's right. what's happening. It was a, right now. It was, it was her blackness. It was like a black <laughs> guy in politics.
1: It's a black guy in politics, and he goes, "All right, he did that shit. He was talking about another. Dude. You're right. But uh, no, O.J. Simpson, like He's did, an undercover
0: brother." No, 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 I'm thinking thinking of the
1: Chappelle skit. But you're right, he was a different dude. My blackness will not let me confirm that. Yeah, but uh, OJ did it. He really did. If you listen to the whole thing about it and you read about it, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, you're an
0: investigator now,
1: yeah. (laughs) Like everyone who watched Soaked in Bleach automatically knew it's Cordula. Okay, well, that's when you read about it and you fucking listen to some shit about it and you get the evidence, you're like... I believe you. Make your own conclusion. I believe OJ, so...
2: No, <laughs> you believe, believe OJ,
1: in OJ? I believe OJ did it. Make America, or God damn it, it does <laughs> not make America. Sense? Make, it does not make sense. If it does not make sense, you must acquit. So <laughs> you must acquit. They have this fucking book written by Ron Goldman. Ron Goldman was the guy who was murdered by him. Oh, what a Jew! And his dad wrote the book to try to fucking uh, get money, basically, for his family because there was a huge settlement. OJ did have to pay millions of dollars to Ron Goldman's family, but uh, the book is called "If I Did It." The Confessions of the Serial Killer, basically O.J. Simpson. But what's funny is the book was there. And if you look at the book, it just says, I did it. The if, like it's all black letters. I did it. Huge. And the if is like... A half an inch big uh, and in red skinny fucking italic font like you barely see you have to look at the book to see that it says if i did it, it so it's fucking hilarious it's like totally trolling fucking oj simpson because he murdered his son it's called marketing bro yeah so that was fun cool. and head. then they had this dress on the scroll in la they have a black dahlia uh fucking pageant sort of thing to where you yeah it's i know it's shh, just shh. what the they what have that's... everything in la Addy. So they have a black dahlia. Black to where you dress up like a the you know black dahlia murder. In Thailand,
0: according to our friend Ray, I think uh, it's like near
1: Halloween, probably. But you dress up like the black dahlia, or, or the girl. I forget her name. Uh, I can't remember her fucking name. Emily. Once again, Short. horrible actress. I think her name is Emily
0: <laughs> Short. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she got murdered. <laughs> horrible. Have you seen the audition video though? Have they still have that at the museum? Horrible. Emily. Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth Short. I oh, oh, yeah. so sorry. Eliz- so,
1: Elizabeth Short. So, they have an Elizabeth Short parade sort of thing to where you, I think it might be around Halloween. You dress up like her. Now, what they had in this glass case next horrible to all actress. her original fucking crime scene photos.
0: Horrible actress.
1: Yeah. They have a fucking, this weird ass dress looking thing that this girl painted. And it's painted exactly the limbs and everything that was removed from. Uh, Elizabeth Short. So it was fucking cool. And they also, and they also nice had... his uh, Yeah, dude. fucking sweet. Exactly. So it won the contest and they had the dress there. And, which is cool. Because it's like, man, I made this dress and it landed in the fucking Museum of Death. And they had uh, a picture of Elizabeth Short's fucking, uh, gravestone. I'm not gonna so lie. Wouldn't it be that stoked to a parent? Wouldn't it be that stoked to brag about that to all my friends? Well... It's not a thing that you, you go around... When you don't understand... Oh, my kid, I got another Death well, see, Museum, bro. You guys don't understand is... <laughs> thi- like, the Black Dahlia murder is... Probably the biggest thing in true crime. I mean that that's the biggest mystery. No one knows what happened to her. It's so many theories, everything. This girl just showed up one day in a fucking random little area in LA with her body completely fucking like ripped apart. I mean like stomach ripped open, uh fucking face or mouth gashed from ear to ear. She's missing fucking limbs are just fucking being are pulled off it's just a horrific crime scene la hadn't seen anything like this at all so it was extremely famous and it's still a mystery to this day so that's why it's like a big fucking thing. Black Dahlia murder is huge in LA cuz it happened in LA. She moved there to become an actress. So that's probably why they have the actual No one knows who him. did it. I did not know. Nobody that. knows who did it, man. It's one of the biggest mysteries ever. When did it happen? It happened I think in the 1940s. Oh, no one's going to no, know. No, 19 Uh she yeah, 1947. Bam. 47. 1947, yep. Yeah, everyone that was investigating that's like almost dead. Yeah so that's probably never getting solved exactly so that's why it's such a big thing for true crime it's something that's like a mystery That's always going to remain a mystery so that was fucking cool yeah, you are not. You can't get the new set of collector's cards and that one's going to be in there now <laughs> like, oh I got him haha it was this guy so <laughs> then the, ne- the next uh, we leave that fucking room or before we walk out there's this giant quilt and it's like this is Charlie Manson fucking family quilt they all quilted it they all have their own patches in there and I'm like wow that's a cool quilt and Dak's like Do you notice something with the quilt? And I'm like, what? I'm looking at it. I don't notice it. And she goes, those are all swastikas. Uh I was like, oh my God, I didn't even fucking (laughs) notice it. I'm looking at this beautiful quilt because I'm cold and it looks warm. (laughs) It's hanging, but each patch is a patched in swastika, but it's weirdly shaped. Like the only colors, the colors are literally the bars. That make mm. the outside of the swastika the outside. There, it's not like the color is the swastika. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's like basically inverted. everything's white. Yeah. So it's like inverted. Yeah. So you can't really notice it. You have to look and like you have to actually pay attention. When you just walk by, you don't mm. notice. So I'm like, oh my god. No, and you then, don't notice because you're you're Nazi. Yeah. There you go. I, don't, I don't see <laughs> color. No. And then there was one that was actually switched around, flipped the other way, which means peace, because Nazis <laughs> stole that actual symbol. And so I was like, oh, the girl that probably fucked up the Nazi symbol, the right. swastika, she probably was the same person that wrote fucking or Skelter wrong. And then we get in the next room and it's a Jonestown massacre. And they have all these articles and everything from Jim Jones, who looks like an Elvis character, and he's responsible for fucking the biggest mass suicide in world history. And this happened in November 18th, 1978. And it was almost 78? a thousand people. Wow! Yeah. Thirty. We oh. just
0: celebrated the thirty-eighth. Well, year. if you look like the king of rock and roll, you could get a lot of. <laughs> Way that. Yeah, oh. we So we just celebrated the thirty-eighth so year. How many people was it?
1: It was nine. I think nine hundred eighty, nine hundred ninety. Like, oh, look so it up 980 right now. Nine hundred eighty less dumbass people? people. How many people That's killed themselves not even in the Jonestown many massacre? Oh, Jonestown. Kill oh, oh there you go. Oh, That's okay. jury duty. Jury duty, dude. Bill collectors, bro. So they have the actual. Nine hundred nine. Um, I mean, 909 people. Still, that's fucking nuts. You
2: over. I wish you could have been uh, like
1: 9,000 at night, because that'd be 9,000 9, less yeah, dumb Yeah, 9 million would be that, fine, because we're bam. a little 6 billion right now. Uh, I don't million. feel too bad about it. Yep. Not in You could
0: convince yourself to die. Yeah. Well, the kids, maybe, because they're kids. They're <laughs> okay, young. That's fair. Their minds have been yet got molded I wish by it was all adults. dumb people. Nine million. But at the same adults. time, kids are assholes. I mean, I, I love that you guys. am very conflicted about whether or not I don't care about this. I like. <laughs> I like that Adney
1: randomly brought up kids because yeah, during that event. There's this thing that's, I didn't
0: randomly bring it up. I knew there was kids. Oh shit, my bad. yeah, you told me about it.
1: So there's a thing called the death tapes. It's two hours long, and it's the recording of the suicide. They took uh, cyanide tablets. Well, like people are
0: like walking around with no, no, camp no, for audio. no, they basically like they taught the kids how to how to murder themselves, like those tuck and roll videos you watch. No, <laughs> <months. They're> like <laughs> duck and, and gaba. But, <laughs> but instead of that, it was. Eat Take that, that fucking aid drink that cola, and you'll be no. on the away team.
1: Um, no, that's different suicide cult. <laughs>
0: We're all the fucking same, dude. Fuck this topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get to 205. <laughs> you fuck off. Hold on. So then, uh, talking about. Oh, let me edit out. Fucking everything else, but murder talk. This it was episode, fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that, well, uh, yeah,
1: Jan- Jonestown Master, Basically, there's a thing called the death tapes, where it literally, what they did is that's the whole thing. Drinking the Kool Aid. That's only known because of Jonestown. They drink mix this. Uh, it's like Kool Aid sort of drink with uh, cyanide oh, that's tablets, the term and on? they Don't feed drink it. The they feed it to kids. They feed it to kids, and all these kids and their parents, everybody fucking died. It's fucked Can up. I just up. say I they just knew. Say real quick, they I just say knew. real quick. I just
0: say real quick. If there was anyone who was black there, they would have survived because they'd have been like, "I'm not gonna drink cool. There was, was hell of black who was people. A dude, person. sorry, isn't that right, Kristen? Actually, one of the main girls. What's you funny mean, is butters, oh, they're, no, thanks for fucking up the joke. I, mean, I know, but to be edit honest, yourself out. <laughs> you want the history or not? There was a decent amount of black people there, but actually, one <laughs> you could have added that when I was it done was with the punchline. It was great too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was.
2: I'm reading it yep, It was great oh, player I'm reading
0: it yeah. And if, if anybody Listened to, listen to the old episode Hey we don't fact
2: check <laughs> and, uh-huh. and you
0: better bring Some pig's feet To Thanksgiving uh-huh. I ain't I want some hog you. mom I want some <laughs> pig's feet
1: <laughs> Eating up all the collard greens oh. um, Collard greens are so I, good I fucking love collard I can make the best Collard greens dude
0: Here we go And
2: make them We can do, <laughs> do, do it
1: <laughs> You gotta tell me after How I can make them For Thanksgiving I'll dude, I'll fucking give you a recipe when we, When we're done I'll give you the money recipe. So... What's it called? Jonestown Massacre. I've talked about this before on the podcast. So I won't go into full detail, obviously. I, I explained, like, when we talked about right. uh, religion causing big big harm. We, uh, I basically explained but the whole story. That, we? Yeah, we did. So I basically explained the whole story of Jonestown Massacre. But yeah, there was one black lady on the fucking tape. She's basically, well, she's sitting there so saying, wait, hold like, on, well, I don't think we should do this. She's
0: like, I'm not. They're, they're audio tapes. Yeah, she's like, so- I don't think we should do this because I know you didn't make that Kool-Aid right. <laughs> <laughs> you did not put enough sugar with your two teaspoons. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you, didn't, you gotta put two packets in the water. Two packets in the water, <laughs> then you add a bunch of fuck sugar. Fucking
1: cheap-ass Kool-Aid.
0: <laughs> you don't fuck Four around, dude. Sugar. Yeah, so, use two flavor packets. Oh, so there's sorry, plenty of me.
1: sugar. They had to cover up the oh, poison. Oh. Always. They did have to cover up the poison, though. <laughs> they definitely had to cover up the poison. There's plenty so, of sugar.
0: sugar. Oh, ever doing poison, three packets. <laughs> I
1: ain't fucking around. This <laughs> ain't fu- like a joke. <laughs> What's fucked up? So 908 suicides, or 909 suicides total? Now, so wait, were people dropping off as people are still getting fed the punch? There were so no, this, well, yeah, there was there was this many people trying. So like to people are literally watching people they're die. Not, no, they're, they're, as they're, they're taking just, out. Imagine like
0: like you're no, like they you, know.
1: Listen, they know they're killing themselves. That's the
0: whole thing. Uh, it's not like right. a surprise. So, it was
1: cool that they're. No, we know. Oh, it was cool, bro. It was cool. <laughs> no, no, we
0: know, we know that. But imagine like he hey, I know I'm, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill myself right now. Right? I'm gonna kill myself. But Stevie drank his drink a few seconds ago, and I'm now I'm seeing him lying on the floor, foaming at I the might mouth. I I'm like, I might get some second thoughts. Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm like, saying. There was some people that had to get <laughs> held at
1: gunpoint. Some people had to get really? held at gunpoint. Yeah, because it's like oh, we wow. all do it together. Shoot and Nobody. Me
0: pimp. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's go, champ. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go, go champ. <laughs> shoot me, champ. <laughs> Good point. Because guess what? The main leader that made everybody kill themselves with Kool Aid did, did not, did not drink it. He got himself shot. Fucking bullshit. Because he knows it was
0: bullshit. Because he led the cult. He knows it
1: Bull? was a lie. Who shot him? He had to, he had somebody else shoot him. Did
2: they kill themselves? Nope, they
1: fucking took the drink. He he what died did by they, gunshot. Did they, did
2: they, so everybody
1: died Everybody died by Kool-Aid except the fucking main person who made them drink it, he got he died by gunshot. I
2: was asking if no, I think died. he
1: drank you no know, by I think oh, he, everyone's, everyone's dead everyone's
2: okay, dead. So
1: nobody survived. Nobody survived. There was people that were able to escape before. That's how we know all the Tell me no, all the oh, inmates escape before it. Nice. Uh, let's rewind. What do you keep saying? Audio. So like, they just had a mic in the middle of the room. Yeah, they had, they had audio recording. Yep. They wanted to leave. Wow. They wanted to leave behind notes to show people like we. This is why we so did this. So it's probably this a lot of ambient noise. Did you get to? Did they have the tape there? No, they had a they had a recording, I believe, like like in a box. But the ac- like no, they had it. They had a disc, I believe, like one of those mini records. I can't remember, like seven point oh, seven point five five or something say, like millimeters yeah. disc. But it w- it said death tapes on them or audio tapes. But, but they yeah. didn't have them playing. No. Oh weak. But yeah, it was fucking <laughs> I don't want to hear that audio. You can, you can hear the whole thing on YouTube right now. Oh really? You you look up- like it's going to be a lot of YouTube. I feel like it's going to be a lot of ambient air. It is it's a lot like, of dead it's some dead air. No, it's it's talking. It's, it's ocean it's noises. Oh, it's preaching? literally him oh,
0: preaching it's whale
1: and then calls. some people <laughs>
0: and then some people preaching no, I'll tell you right now, dude. Give me one of those fucking whale call videos. I'll kill myself in a Second, <laughs> I and I don't know. Know. second, <laughs> fuck you and your fucking. You want to know what feels like to be grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> this, is this is just is murder museum. Like, we haven't even gone to Disneyland. I know. It's what, no, we haven't got to the comedy store yet.
1: Oh yeah, the kill, killer. That's us. what that's, that's what matters. So um. Oh, fuck Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland. He hasn't talked about Disneyland. Isn't is all the Disney? Disney, Disney. I just Disney. I wanted to talk about the murder museum. Disneyland's Disneyland. Everyone's oh. been to Disneyland. They know. No, these s- are no, things that no one's been to. Check your
0: privilege, bro. You got a standard <laughs> face of no, shit! I, I, him him the other night, Addie came up with the best converts. joke ever! to
1: came up with the best joke ever! He looked at me, Addie looked at me and goes, Check your pigment, bro!
0: <laughs> 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 I was like, Dude, we, we gotta him. make out a meme! He waited until that was the perfect moment for me to say that joke again. Check your pigment, bro! Check your pigment. He said uh, something that only a white person would say. We we're watching a movie, watching Harry Potter movie, the new every, the, the that one, and he said some white ass thing to say. I was like, check your pigment, bro. <laughs> Fucking dude, I lost. I was like, that's we gotta
1: make, we gotta make sketch. I gotta have this whole pigment, thing out because we gotta make oh, sketch. Let's go is. right now. Let's leave. So you can make use it. that
0: to anyone. You can use it to any race. Yeah, uh, I'm all inclusive. I'm like changing <laughs> <inclusive>. <laughs> the world. I'm like Rocky Three. I'm curing racism. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Open
1: my drink though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How
2: dare
0: you? So. Thank you. I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't want to, but I'm going to do it. Oh, because I want to. I'm doing it because I want to. I'm opening your beer because I want to you to drink. <laughs> to to your station. To <laughs> All right? Know why I did this. I'm going to take a sip too. You
1: know what? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Now, uh, so yeah, we, we leave that fucking room. I'm like, holy shit. And then it gets into like... Taxidermy. I, the one room. I'll taxidermy. tell you what right now. The one room Get that. The, the one room that upset. Me. Right in
0: the ear, you fuck.
1: <laughs> the one room that upset me more than any other room. They had a room full of taxidermy. And it was cap at me. It was an animal room. Oh, there was another room full of animal bones. So I got to see elephant bones, like all these crazy ass skeletons. Why? Was, like uh, skulls. <laughs> <laughs> there was skulls. There was a skull room Why? where it was, like all, all different skulls from all different cultures it's and history. It's
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. All different schools? Sure. So the black racer was there from DC Cut.
1: <laughs> it was all different schools from different hi- times in history and different cultures. So it was really cool. So you get to see like facial stru- bone structures and then a bunch of different animals. So you get to see a giraffe, elephant, yeah, things like you that. You could my- call it Museum of Death. For some reason, I was in the idea that it was Museum of Syria. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was all murder, bro. I was stoked because I'm like, this is a whole murder museum. And it was death. The death was fun. But the whole time, I'm like, I wanted to go back to the killer killer room because that's my shit. So um, So you just plowed through all
2: the animals Yeah I got plowed through But no
1: No the animal. That's what upset me more than anything Because in that room They had like Full size like animals Like Capone And fucking them Stuffed And I was like I can't look at that That like upsets me To see like the cute little Big dogs All taxidermied I I was like Oh man Yeah man
0: It's a death We're Death, shadow, falls, all things end.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it upset me more in the animal room than I did in all the other fucking human room. Because fuck humans, Cause animals are shit. awesome. No, humans are pieces of shit, all right?
0: Everybody knows this. So then it, 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 it... And yet, they're still pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate human beings. They're all pieces of shit like animals. Like, well, you yourself are a piece of shit. You're such a piece of shit Like, you don't think you're a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: Yep Acknowledge it <laughs> Motherfuckers and, But the, like That's basically The end of the tour But what was really Fucking cool Is I got to see At the end Like near the end There was these Two fucking books Laying down On this counter They had a bunch Of newspaper clippings too Which was about The Incaridium No I wish They had a <laughs> bunch Of fucking newspaper clippings From like all these times Like real newspaper movies, From like these Serial killers And these murders That have happened But what was really cool Is they had these Police reports On the counter From two Fucking serial killers one, one of the most well-known serial killers of all time. Uh, he is responsible for the movie Psycho, the movie fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. His name is Ed Gein. He only killed two people. He's super well-known. That's what um, fucking Norman Bates is based off of. But he only killed two people. His last victim happened November 16th, I think 1930-something, 1930 1939 or... Something or 40s, 40, 43. But on my birthday, a lot of crazy stuff on my birthday. So uh, that's again. But then the other one was a fucking police report of confession, the written confession from Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. Mm. I was like, what the fuck? It's a written confession from Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm like flipping <laughs> through it, freaking the fuck out. You can't really read. It. It's a copy, obviously. Uh, so that was fucking cool. I got to see that. And then when we left. I got to talk to the guy for hell long about just tarot colors and I'm like, oh, I feel at home here. I could talk to you. It's not weird. And the guy was hella nice to us. I feel at home with you, bro. We should go camping sometime. Yeah. Uh, we buy fucking some shirts. We leave the place. We're super stoked. Fucking place was awesome. Drive out and I'm like, we when we drive out, we drive out to Sunset Strip and I'm like, Sunset Strip? I'm like, fuck. And I, in my head, I'm like, Fuck, dude, this is where like music started. This is like the hair metal bands, every like whiskey go go, all these big like. That's where Motley Crue started. Motley Crue started on Sunset Strip. Some of the most fucking greatest bands in America have started there in LA. I was like, fuck, we're right. We're like, we're seeing history right now. And then I thought, oh my god. Oh, the comedy fucking, I was like, the comedy store is on Sunset, babe. Look it up. And then she looked it up and she goes, it's 11 minutes away. And I was like, ah, we got Disneyland tomorrow. It's, it's fine, babe. We can just go home. She's like, no, no, fuck that. Fuck that. It's just, how often do you need really to do this? Like, let's, no, let's drive down there. And I was like, all right. she's like, at least take a picture of it. You're here. You can send it to Chris and Adney because that was her first thing. Is like, so I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, why not? So we make a right and then we pass the Laugh Factory and it says, it showed four comics, but one of them was Bill Burr, and it says, trying out new material tonight. And I was like, oh my God, Bill Burr's trying out new fucking material tonight. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, calm down. I'm calm down. Uh-huh. I Because, like, babe, if Bill Burr's really there tonight, we're going back, and we're going to see Bill Burr. So she's like, all right, the comedy store is up here a little bit of ways. So we get up to the comedy store. I see the sign. I'm like, sweet, fucking. I pull over, and I ask the guy who's parking people. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't want to park. Can I just pull my car over to the side, and can I take a picture of the sign? And I point to the sign and I looked down and I was like is that real? And he's like yes, that's tonight. I was like are you fucking kidding me? And I look at my I look at her clock on her fucking uh, in her car and it says 9:36. And I'm like that's fucking real right now. That that's real fucking lineup. And he goes, yeah. so he's all starts at 9. And I was like, are you fucking... No, it's 9.36. I must have missed, like, the first... That's f- the th- 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 lineup. And I start shaking. I'm like, babe, I'm sorry. Not going home. Not going home. Not happening. Not going home. <laughs> Ain't happening. For those who don't know... Oh, have started shaking Dude, him. I started freaking the fuck out. I was like, this can't be real. The whole time I'm parking, I'm going, this can't be real. This isn't real. She's like, like I'm jerking her car around because I'm so excited. She goes... <laughs> Calm down. This is my car. You need to stop. I like, slam her door. Babe, you slam my door. I'm like, sorry, babe, but just, my, I'm, dude, I could feel it right now. And you, was, can, and you know she
0: was probably walking hell slow and shit. Uh-huh.
2: And was like, come
0: on! Uh, dude, I was the losing up. it. It's a, tw-
2: get your fucking shit. It's like, a girl. It takes so long to get out of
0: the car. Have you never know yeah. like? yeah. They yeah. took forever to get, like, wh- when did you display all your shit all over the car? <laughs> yeah. How come you have a tent set up in the back? <laughs> fucking hurry up and get out of the car. Let's go! Let's go! 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 Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! go, go Go, 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 go,
1: go, go, go. And it said sixteen dollar champ? Sixteen dollar porking. I didn't give a fuck. I would have paid thirty. Exactly. More than the comedy yeah, show. You act like a baller right uh-huh.
2: now. I paid sixty dollars for porking. I didn't give a fuck. Like <laughs> wow.
0: So, for
1: those who don't know, if you don't follow our Instagram page, what it said on the fucking board was Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, oh, Ari Shafir, Bobby Lee, Donnell show. fucking Rawlings. And I'm like, this lineup From the Chappelle is but yeah, for yeah. Your zone, Ash there, you you would recognize him if you saw him. But I was like, this fucking lineup. And I took a picture immediately and I sent it to the guys. I was like, dude, look what I'm about to do. And I park. I make her run with me down there. And I'm like, fuck, it's 936, 937. It's rolling around that time. Uh, we get down there and I see uh, Brad. I can't remember the short guy's name. Brad something. What's the comedian? The midget comedian? I totally met him but I don't even know
0: him uh-huh. <laughs> oh Brad Williams what well, the fuck did yeah, I think of that name uh, the basic. most basic yeah. white dude name Come ever on. that's like forgetting a Hispanic dude named Garcia like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I, I knew it was saw. So I'm, I'm standing in line we get out <laughs> and I'm like I'm freaking the fuck out I'm wearing my serial killer shirt and shit and I'm like this might be weird so the line's super short I'm like hey, this line's actually not that long and I'm, I stand in line and I look to my left and uh, Brad Williams just, like, looks at me and he goes, what's up? And he has a beard now. And he's like, shakes said, what's up? And I look at him, I look away, and I look back, I'm like, dude, you're a great fucking comedian, man. Yeah, I fucking love your stand-up because his stand-up is fucking awesome. Shook his hand. He's like, thank you very much, dude. He's just sitting there drinking, like... Like from Adney to me, because you yeah, sitting the there on the thing. Store, bro. Yeah, it's the comedy Store, bro. It's the an outside anything. bar. And then not only that, I look behind him, I see Tony Hinchcliffe. And I was like, babe, dude, I would have lost it when I saw Tony Hinchcliffe. And I was like, suck it. I'll, I look at, I look at Beth, I said, babe, stay in line. Oh my God, that's Tony fucking Hinchcliffe. And I walk up, and he's just standing there getting a drink. And I'm like, Tony. And then Brad follows me. So as soon as I walk up to Tony, Brad, like, walks up next to me. And I was like, Tony, dude, I'm so sorry to bother you, man. I, I, I'm sh- I'm shaking right now. It's it's my birthday weekend. Is there anyway I could just g- I can get a picture with you, man? It'd be awesome. He's like, dude, of course. I was like, dude, this is crazy. I just stumbled upon this. I saw the lineup. Like, dude, dude, I'm shaking right now. He's like, what the fuck are you shaking, dude? Uh, yeah. I'm a normal well, guy, like sort of thing. And I'm he's like, dude, it,
2: fucking. I was, it's just, it's, always there. And
1: shit. I was it's just unreal you right now. Been like, I'm a Reno. And then uh, yeah. it solved to everything. So I told him, oh, no I wonder! Like, <laughs> I told him I was from Reno. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm from Reno. I made it. I came up here for my birthday, and I stumbled upon this. And I was like, I'm a huge fan. I I I, I can't. He's even, like the like, king of roasts, dude. I know it's fucking crazy. He, so, he really is. Like just, anyone
0: who, for people who don't know, like every time you watch one of those comedy roasts, controversial roasts, the roast of celebrity, he writes like a lot of those fucking jokes. Mm-hmm. Like all those celebrities that aren't comics, they get their jokes written for them. And Tony is, like, the fucking... He's the fucking master of
1: joke writing. And he... What's fucking great is he's super young, man. Tony is, like, the next up-and-comer. He's he's not super known, but, dude, If anybody wants to watch him, he's got a Netflix Netflix special special, called One Shot. And he's gonna be coming out with a new one, too. So fucking I see him and he's like oh of course and then Brad I, he looks at Brad he's like Brad take the picture <laughs> the hell of a fucking <laughs> little guy and then Brad's like I was like no can you can you get in it can you both get in it and I go to take it and then fucking Tony Inchko goes my phone for me He goes um oh, he has longer arms than all he of does. us he does he's on the second midget and then Brad's the other <laughs> midget. so then he takes the fucking picture dude and I'm like thumbs up super stoked i think both of them Fair. and Brian Yeah and I'm like fuck 9:30 i wonder which one came on first i realized dax clock is an hour off Oh what! I mean, so no one's even up. Exactly. Yeah. So I made it to the show before <laughs> anybody got on stage. Saw the entire line. Wow, so, that's awesome, dude! Man. I was like, what? So I get up there. I, I realized that time. And then once you, so when you're going to the, the comedy store, you're walking up, right? It's pictures. Of like right, of the, the original fucking pictures yeah. of like their their uh, side shots and shit like that of all the original comics. I would start taking pictures. So I'm like, oh my god, this Chris Rock's original photo, George Collins' original photo. Like, dude, every comic, Stephen Wright, I'm like losing, Stephen my Wright, shit. dude. I'm like so stoked. I'm taking pictures. It's crazy. The whole place is filled with that. And then we walk up to the girl, and she goes, "You're lucky. You just got my last two seats." And I was like, oh, shit, last two seats, really? She goes, yeah, I'm not supposed to give out these tickets, blah, blah, blah. She said something like that. And she was like, but I was like, oh, it's like, as soon as she said last two seats, like, oh, my God, you have no idea. That's crazy. I thought it was like the last week seats in the whole show. And so I'm like, it's the best fucking birthday of my life. <laughs> my birthday's in fucking. <laughs> Sucks! Shut snap- my birthday's in three hours. And the show was 15 bucks a piece. And then two sh- uh, two drink minimum per person so I'm like alright I'll drink all four of dash drinks I'll get her a <laughs> water I'll drink some shit and so I paid for the fucking uh, paid for the ticket the guy was like hold on one second and then he brought me in and they bring me right to front row so were you in the OR or were you in the belly room because isn't there's like well there's a couple rooms. different rooms but it was the main room as soon as you oh, walk in the place room. Okay. the main room and I think with, the OR is actually laugh at the last. Yeah, they, well, uh, there's a bunch of fucking rooms. Yeah, there's a bunch of different rooms room. there, especially. And what's funny is like she said last, t- last. I got gave you my last. So you seats. were thinking in the back and shit. I was thinking last two seats of the whole show, and what she meant was the last two front row seats. But not only that. But when the stage is set up like this, it's a U stage, all right? Yeah. It's super short U, so it's like a a rectangle. I think I've seen it from YouTube videos. Now, to the left, if you're looking straight at the comic, to the left, it's a giant bar that starts from the the left side, moves down, then moves all the way right, and then it cuts up, but it only cuts up half. And then there's the steps for them to step down and then step up. There's a whole line for them to get on stage. And the two seats that we got were right in front of the fucking steps. Uh Literally. So... Every comic that got off stage, I got to tell Joey Diaz, great set, man. That was fucking beautiful. I got to tell Joe Rogan, great fucking set, beautiful. Everyone that walked off stage, I was like, dude, I stood up, and I just I, I grabbed him <laughs> so before awesome. they fucking goddamn left the fucking area. Right on. I on. not <laughs> when they were coming <laughs> up, awesome. but as soon as they left, I got to grab them and say, dude, and Dak was like, every comic? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this every my comic, birthday. Every, every single comic one. I'm going to tell them. So we sit down at like 845, and they're like, they announced no one get out their fucking phones, no one take pictures, no one record anything. Uh, appreciate the stand up that you're getting. Don't waste it by being on your fucking phone. And plus it's new material people are trying out. You don't want to be that guy that puts shit online. And it's like, yeah, and what's so cool is everyone respected it. There was no hecklers. There was nobody who fucking pulled out their phones. Everyone that was there was there for the lineup. And the, and the guy on the fucking piano was amazing. He was he writes for fucking Broadway. Music <laughs> for Broadway. He's been there 20 years. One, 20 years. He fucking writes for Broadway, but he stays at the uh, yeah, because the, comedy the comedy store. Amazing. Yeah. Like- He's been there 20 years, and it's like every comedy they came up was like, you know, tell him by his name, hey, man, 20 years now? Fuck, dude, today. It was the day. The day. 20 years. So everyone's complimenting him as they go up. They've known him forever. Jeez, you just gonna keep one-upping it and one up in it and one-upping it? I didn't it. realize how much it was awesome. And then, <laughs> and the first two comics were great. Then we get fucking, uh, I think we got Joey, I think we got Diaz after. I think, Rogan announced Diaz afterwards. Oh really? I think it was like Rogan announced. Yeah, I think I think Rogan because Joey was a dude just did his special. I think. No, 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 no. no, It's because Joey already says that Diaz is. He's like he's the funniest guy in the fucking world. Like Joe Rogan, we know he has more respect for Diaz and Burr than anybody else. We've talked about that. Yeah, he says those are his top two. So I, I I know I'm pretty sure that he announced him on stage. Joe Rogan being the, the top of the board, it wasn't like that. It was Joe Rogan started and then it went down from there. Donna Rawlings was after all of them. Oh really? Yeah, so it was oh, weird. Wow. So it was like this whole thing instead of like starting from the bottom, now you're you know, you know you're literally. Um so uh <laughs> <laughs> it was I two it was two amateur com- it was one amateur lady, which is super fucking funny, hilarious. She invited somebody else on stage, guy was fucking money, dude, gold. What's funny is all the amateurs that were considered amateurs, not real big names, were Dude, I fucking lost it. It was like a, it was a sandwich. You get all the big names in the center. You you open up with two really good people. And then you ended it with three really good people. And then the amateurs, like the real, real amateurs went on afterwards. And then it started like shitting. Like it started sucking. But like you get all these people coming up. Then you get fucking Joey Diaz coming to the stage. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. Ari Shafir fucking killed it. Yeah, sure i fucking, fucking killed it. Oh, fucking like all Ari. these people fucking slayed it. And then they started going to the amateur guys. And I told Adney some of the jokes. I don't want to waste them on here. But man, they were so fucking funny. There was so was one who guy's is your favorite? Who it's do you home. think won the night? All right, Diaz, it's emotionally wise. Do you remember any of the amateurs' names? Uh, I have them
0: written down. Gotta, the, I have to tell the amateurs. I have to you brag gotta about at least name how that good one guy that kept doing that one uncle joke. Like, dude, the uncle joke. You is have mean, to put those names out yeah, there. Dude. I you have really to know their names. No,
1: I completely agree. So they need it. Like so, the first the I female mean, that, you say
0: Joe Rogan and he he loses followers from. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the first one that went up, the female was Carmen Lynch. She was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, I
0: know Carmen Lynch. You do? Not alive. Nah, I lied. Piece of shit.
1: Uh, the second one was Argus Hamilton, and he fucking Argus? Oh, the murdered it. Argus? Dude. Yeah, Argus. Okay. Argus Make sure. Hamilton. Make it sure. Uh, you gotta enunciate. And then... Honestly, this is before right before Bobby Lee came on because Bobby oh, Lee. Oh was Bobby good? No, Bobby Lee killed. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'll tell one joke. One <laughs> little stupid joke. He says he went to Thailand and got a prostitute, right? And the prostitute cleaned and he goes, Why are you cleaning me? <laughs> You're the dirty one. <laughs> and then he like, he like looks at like she looks at him and like because Bobby Lee's super little, dude. He's yeah. like... He's, and he's, he's like, super pudgy. He came to stage with a weird like, no. little belly. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's got yeah. long ass hair. Yeah, he's wearing super a long bee. hair. He had a fucking... He had
1: a, a, uh, <laughs> a handlebar mustache. No, handlebar oh, mustache. It was, it was like a super there. Japanese handlebar mustache. <laughs> and he comes on stage and he's like... He has these fucking like high water pants on. He pulls him a pellet tight. Shirts tucked in and he's wearing rainbow suspenders. Mm. Weirdest dude ever. And I know Bobby Lee from... I was always a Mad TV fan so that's how I knew Bobby Lee. I follow Bobby. him he has a podcast actually called Tiger Belly fucking I fucking laugh so much but that was like the one the one joke that he was making but like he's talking about the prostate he's like I can end it either this way I can end it about a brothel or I can end it about this and everyone's like brothel brothel so then he chose the brothel joke and it's fucking great because after he said, like, fucking, you come cleaning me, oh, you're the dirty one. And then he goes, she's like, go over there, lay down on my bed. And he's like, on you, she's like, on your stomach. And he's like, okay. And he lays down on his stomach. He goes, she started eating my ass for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's all, and then I like, to myself, I look back and I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's all, oh no, this feels expensive. <laughs> 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 and he's like, you don't start with that. That's your opener. <laughs> your opener is eating my ass. You finish with the ass eating. <laughs> That's not your opener. <laughs> and then he talks about, he talk, he's like, you need to see Doctor Strange. And I was, we were like, Yeah, Doctor Strange. And he goes, How fucking whitewashed is that movie? And I was like, I, I wanted to say, I fucking said that. It's hella whitewashed. They have fucking all these. I'm f- surprised you didn't say it. So I didn't. It was I was very respectful. People. Didn't say shit. I just kept my mouth shut because I couldn't even believe what was going on here. And then he goes, I'm going to fucking get big. You know, I'm going to get big. I'm going to remake all American movies, but I'm going to star all Asian actors. And he's like, I'm going to redo Braveheart. I'm just going to have a bunch of Asians. So they can, it's going to be funny trying to watch them say William Wallace.
2: <laughs> <laughs> William Rarity. <Murray. laughs> <laughs> he's like, William Okay, I do do his whole thing. You day. call me Braveheart.
1: You call me Braveheart. <laughs> It was, yeah, great. Sorry, these two little jokes. Oh, so then he killed it, and then fucking this guy right here, Michael Costa. Dude. Oh, I've heard of Michael Costa. Oh my fucking God. Michael Costa is from, I think he's from the Midwest. I actually heard it from him because of uh, Ari Shafir. Dude, Michael he, he Costa couch. fucking killed it. He, to me, was like, it was top three. Top three out of all of them. He's not that well known of a name. He comes up immediately and starts like, Talking about Trump nation, Trump nation, just Trump nation now. And like all this shit. And he's like, Yeah, look at you, LA. And he's like, I'm from the I'm from I'm from the I'm from the real country, is what he's saying. Like is it from the Midwest? I'm from the real country, you know. Like, oh, look at you. Look at you over here. Tim, what's your what's your name? Or he's like, What's your name? to the kid and he gets like Tim, he goes, How's it going, Tim? It's like Where are you from, where are you from, Tim? And he goes like I'm from, you know, uh, Mississippi, or he says, like, fucking from Wisconsin or something. He goes, You're from the real country. (laughs) All right, he goes, Tim. He's like, Tim, you're from the real country. You, You voted Trump, didn't you? Yeah, you did, Tim. You fucking voted Trump, didn't you? It's like, and he's just making these Trump jokes, but he's using Tim as his heel. And so the whole time he's there, he's like, he's just talking shit about Tim, but like talking shit about politics. Everyone mentioned politics, but then he referred to Tim because he's from like Wisconsin or some one of the states. And it's just so fucking funny. He goes, huh, Tim, huh, you get it, you get it. Trump Nation, yeah, Tim, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, everyone is going to whoop Tim's ass after the <laughs> comedy show. He's like sicking everybody against Tim, and it's fucking gold, dude. We were laughing so hard. Uh, then then you get Joe, Joe fucking Rogan, uh, Ari Shafir, Diaz, Rawlings. Then uh, Brent Morin, I'm pretty sure that was, Brent Morin was the guy, I'm pretty sure that was the one that, was talking about his uncle. So Brent Warren, look him up. I know, up. I've heard about him too. He also has a Netflix special. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. He was on a TV show as well that got canceled, but he's talking about his fucking uncle, and it reminded me of everybody's uncle, the way he was saying, yeah, that uncle that, like, you know, he, he has that fucking uh, the Marlboro jacket or that Marlboro hat. It's Not because he bought it, but because he's sending enough empty cigarette packs <laughs> to get the Marlboro hat or jacket. <laughs> but, I, it was fucking great. So from there, you get Tony Hinchcup, and Tony Hinchcup came on, he was like, ah, I'm not gonna do my normal set tonight, I'm gonna actually do something a little bit different. I'm writing jokes for tomorrow's Comedy Central oh, roast for Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He's all gonna write, uh... Rappaport, are- hold on before you, Rappaport came on, and he was talking, I was like, I was on the roast, and uh, everything was good, it was great, but I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, that, uh, uh that Tony, Tony, what was it? Tony Hinchcliffe. that motherfucker, that motherfucker is a killer. Dude, he's a killer on the
2: mic. Dude, he
1: fucking slayed it. And what's so good? He came on stage. He goes, "Listen, I haven't told it. I haven't got to do this before, or like I haven't told anybody these jokes. It's the first time you're gonna hear it. I'm doing the roast tomorrow for Snoop Dogg's roast." And then he starts giving his feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he wanted. Yeah. So he was he was seeing what jokes sold and what didn't because it was a mixed crowd a little bit. And so, what, dude? He was so comfortable on stage. Because most people who aren't comfortable, if there's not a joke that's killing it, they'll be like. Uh, like, hello, like, and go to the machine yeah. store. Tony's money, to where, like, he knows, like, he's there to make jokes. He's already a known comic there. He's comfortable on stage. He's not nervous. So he's selling his jokes, and whichever one's not selling, goes, yep, crossing that one out. <laughs> like, he was doing that the whole fucking time. It was so cool. So he reads this whole fucking bit on Snoop Dogg, and, like, he's just touching on everybody in the crowd, and it was fucking awesome. After Tony Hinchcliffe, it was this fucking comic named, uh, Adam Ray, I think he's on uh Mad TV right now. He's best friends with Brad Williams. Dude, he comes on and he sings his entire set. Literally, he told the guy that's playing, keep playing. And he starts singing. He asked people questions in the crowd. He didn't have any jokes written. He literally asked people in the crowd about themselves and then he made songs. He even asked me about myself and made a song about me. And it was like it honestly the funniest thing I saw all fucking night. well I mean that really makes sense considering how you love making songs and everything it really fits in tune with you and then yeah, you saw funny. Sort of in your eyes like holy shit holy shit holy shit and he makes maybe a maybe I can about do that. Yeah. it was really relatable He's actually a good singer I'm not that's yeah. the difference yeah. but he fucking he's looking in the crowd he goes hey where, where do you work and the guy's like Costco he's like oh Costco huh what do you do there? And he's like, I'm a sampler. So he makes up songs like he tells me he's a sampler, but the music is going perfect right. with every fucking thing that he's selling. So every joke is hitting every note. And it's just, he's just talking as he's singing and everything was fucking funny. Asking people shit. He's like, Hey, your tattoos over there. What do they mean? And I try to tell him, he goes, I didn't expect that long of an answer <laughs> that he's like, that That's was kind of boring, totally right? Bober- and He's, he's, he's basically like, he was like, that's kind of boring. I thought he was going to say he got drunk one night and got tattoos. So he's making fun of me hella hard singing songs about me. And it was super fucking cool. And then from there, you get one other guy was okay. Then this other guy comes up. called, or uh, named Jamal. Was, yeah, come up stage. And as soon as he walks up, he's like, "I that guy smells like fucking straight weed. Hella bad. And he comes on stage. And the first thing he does, he comes up, hey, look, my name is Jamal. And he's sitting there staring at his phone and going through his phone for like a salt. It's like a 30 second silence. And then he sets it down, and he starts telling jokes. And he's trying to do that Dave Chappelle thing. You know when Dave Chappelle tells jokes and he laughs, which I love, and he hits the mic on his knee, and it's fucking great. Dave Chappelle can sell that. He's original with that. This kid was totally... And also his jokes are really good. Yeah. So yeah it's like punk. you don't... This blame. kid was totally trying to copy Dave Chappelle's style, and he's like looking through his phone. Every time he would tell a bit, he would look through his phone, like scroll through his phone, scroll through his phone, scroll through his phone, through his phone and then find another bit and like... And this and this, like it was no smooth transition. There was no flow. It was literally him trying to sell his jokes. And I, I dude, it made my fucking stomach hurt. Like, it honestly made my heart hurt. Like, seeing, I've never seen someone bomb in my life. I've only been to good shows. Dude, every comedian I've heard, they say they love watching it, but hate doing it. <laughs> like, they can sit there and they can watch it. But they get like whenever they're doing it, they hate it. Dude, it broke my heart, man. I was like, "Fuck, I want to leave now." Like it was one in the morning almost already. And then the next day, I come on after him was funny because everyone was started leaving, and he's talking shit to the people leaving. Funny, so I stayed for that guy. <laughs> and then I left right out because I didn't want to leave in the middle of anybody's set. So as soon yeah, as, so you had to catch him like. am you know, as soon as, soon as that guy somebody, yeah, as soon yeah. as that guy got done, he was introduced to somebody. Boom! I took off. Dak and I took off. And then the next day we went to Disneyland. It was awesome drove back home and then from there we get the uh me picking up old adney that was my vacation to la and back we're and then we also went to vegas for the fight but to explain that to you you kind of have to fucking fight you gotta fight fucking talk ah, fight fucking talk hey adney did you fight did you talk hey adney joel told me that you you fucking fight fucking talk you and joel fight fucking talk is that weird no because lgbt adney fuck you i fight talk
0: <laughs> right, I, like it. I dig it. I uh, dig it. So, um, all right, we got uh, two different cars to talk about real quick. Let's get into two hundred five. Two hundred five happened. It's been a minute. It's, been, it's about... been a little bit of a minute. So, I'm probably... right. but I do actually want to talk about. I want to talk to you uh, most likely if you're listening to the Fight Talk. They know the results.
1: Yeah, you, you know that by now what happened.
0: Now we can. We... I want to talk a little bit right now, real quick. I want to talk about uh, Young J-Chick versus fucking uh, Carolina of. Uh, Fuck off her
1: name. Kowal Kow Koala Kowalkovic. Kowalamar. Kowalovic. Some Australia. Kowalkovich. Kowalkovich. Kwalkovich. I'm gonna think it's Kwalkovich. Start talking I'm going I'm gonna think about this in my head. <laughs> Alright, actually I wanted to talk about this fight because Kaya. people People were starting to talk shit about this fight because it went five rounds, because it, people were saying that it was a boring fight because all all they really saw was oh like blocking God, and moving dude. and, and fainting, and they didn't really, really see that like, big head. You're a hit. fucking
0: piece of shit if you thought that fight was boring. That, it was not boring at that's all. That's what people are actually like
1: calling for. Like, No more 115. Girls at 115 can't hit hard. It's not going to be an exciting fight. It's fight one of on them, fucking dare
0: you you frat boy jersey wearing fat sack of shit roofing half the girls you've ever slept with you fucking motherfucker (laughs) never got in a real fight in your fucking life never fought anyone who had an ounce of training (laughs) fuck you get the (laughs) fuck how dare you how fucking let's go Chip Let's bro. go, Chet! Blueberries, bro! You no. fucking want to... F- Blueberries. Blueberries! We saw a brilliant fight. We, like... No. Fuck that! No. It was a, no. First it three, was three rounds was, was all Ioana. She was throwing her combinations well. She kept ending her... She had beautiful, like, great hand speed. She was placing her punches Ioana, very well. Don't you and every time, she would end it with that kick. And uh, I think it was Michael Bisping. A bunch of guys who were commentating were... were commenting on the fact she she keeps ending it with that kick and it's totally fucking up Carolina's rhythm cuz Carolina it cannot Create any kind of counter punching or offensive technique because you get fucked up with those yep, kicks, dude. Kick. And to just, first three rounds were just so bad at Yolanda, but every now and then, Caroline would get a shot in. And in the fourth and fifth round, because she came in strong and started to hurt, actually hurt you. That was the
1: first time I've ever seen Yolanda actually hurt. Never seen JJ fucking hurt. Fucking, like, JJ she caught her right on the, the nose. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, like, oh. Contain, contain. And she did. She fucking got out of it. She weathered the storm. Like a champ. champ. Like a champ. <laughs> and then she came back and she put it on her. Now, at this point, though, Carolina did see it. She's
0: like, oh, I can actually – I might be able to hurt her. But she couldn't. It, dude, it changed her body language. Yeah, it changed uh, everything about the fight. Incredibly because she uh, she was very – you could tell in her body language. She was feeling discouraged. She was like, how the fuck am I going to beat this? I got, I'm, I'm getting kind of close, but every time I do – I'm just getting hit with shots. And then finally she saw that her right hand hurt uh, JJ. She's like, oh, I can hurt her. It, she, she's not a she's not inhuman. She's a person. I can hurt her. I have the power to hurt her, and I can finish her off if I really press the action. And she pressed the action beautifully, and she put more and more hurt on JJ. It was a terrific, like – come back like the way to end the fight not yeah, the, she didn't sit there and try to survive she wasn't just waiting to wait like out warrior. the clock yeah and say oh i went the distance well, with jj it was no i went there and i tried to destroy JJ. I tried whatever i could to knock out the fucking champ this phenomenon this incredible i thought it was fighter, a little early who was undefeated yeah, like both undefeated. came in undefeated i thought it was just huge yeah i thought it MMA. was a little
1: early for her to get the title shot but it's because that one of one fifteen division, Joanna is running fucking through. So that was the next up and division, man. man. I feel like if Carolina had like two or three more fights, Carolina two or three more fights and she'd be able to figure out that leg kick because what she wanted to do is she wanted to close the distance she's a muay thai fighter so she wanted to be able in that clinch range and elbow and get some knees in there get the the dirty boxing somewhat going but she couldn't because yoana would come in and come out come in and come out and that's where she got discouraged yeah. and she finally landed her shot You're right that was dude, such a great agree.
0: fucking jj fight. controlled distance very well for most of the fight um Carolina, it did seem like, uh, like if you watch, if you just look at their faces at the end of the fight, you could you you could tell who's more busted up. Uh, Carolina showed incredible toughness. Took a lot of shots. Didn't seem to bother her. She was never hurt. Yeah, she in the was fight. actually pretty very tough. Contained. Kept coming forward. Yep. Kept pressing the action even though it's just raining down <laughs> shots on her. I love
1: thing. watching you on a fight. I don't understand how you could think that it's a boring fight. She's constantly throwing. If anything, you're watching a class and you're watching a master technician show you how you should strike. I'll pull, hey, I'm pulling
0: the sexist card, right? Pulling it out. Those motherfuckers are sexist. Dude. <laughs> like, f- how, like dude, if, if, dude, seriously, though... If Conor McGregor would have done that same thing, they would have talked about, oh, it was a brilliant performance against Andy yeah, the yeah, Alvarez. Right, right. yeah. They would have said all that You could same jack shit. off
1: on a child and you'd be like, oh, it's a brilliant performance. <laughs> <laughs> GMG, the way that he was masturbating, his left hand, the arc of the, arc of the, of the sperm. I like, do just spurt. My <laughs> semen is fucking heavy. I want to come on and say that. I went like 50 50 on this card. First thing I want to say, though, is 205 lived up to the expectation that 200 didn't. Uh, it actually Absolutely. did something that
0: yeah. all these yeah. other cards did Yeah,
1: five cards later, Chris. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, man. It's it's it whenever these play his fuck up. I'm just play saying. Fuck
0: no, time about, like, not his fault because a lot of fights keep getting canceled. Even on 205, we didn't get our Donald yeah. uh, Cerrone fight. Our Cerrone really, really fight really versus Gasolim,
1: which would have been great. It didn't and happen. Fucked up Rashad thing. Evans' oh, fight didn't happen. And
0: Rashad got scheduled for 206. Still a great card. In the undercard, the prelims that weren't on pay-per-view, Frankie Edgar put in an incredible performance against a guy so who was just talking shit about how he's the hardest person <laughs> in the division. And, and Connors
1: all,
2: yeah. who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> who the fuck
1: are you? Like I, dude, I love that. It's so fucking <laughs> funny. Dude, who think, the fuck is that guy? <laughs> we, we,
0: didn't, we didn't want to talk about the undercard. I just want to say real quick, Frankie Edgar put no, brilliant, Frankie Edgar brilliant such a brilliant performance. performance. And it's like, what do you
1: do from here, Frankie? Like, you're at the end of your career. You just fought the champ. You're you still number one. The guy. He's still a number one contender. He's still in that top fucking three uh discussion, but he's fought Aldo twice now and he's lost both fucking times. So now people are starting to think he's either gotta go up hey, or down. Because uh, be he can't beat the champ. So he's run. gonna have to go up or down. Let's go, but I was like 50-50 on this card. I got the Yoana one right. Let's but talk then about Wonder Boy. We'll go to Wonder Boy and Woodley. I got that wrong. It actually ended in a draw. It was a
2: fucking majority run, fucking I, draw.
0: I picked I, I picked Wonder Boy. Like we got we were right about Joanna, of course, but we I picked Wonder Boy off of his ability to keep distance and I was kind of relying on the fact that Tyrone was still looking for one big shot mm-hmm. to do all his work off of, which a little bit he fell into that a little bit halfway into the it was fight, like halfway but in the beginning, fight. beginning of the fight he the he fucking fought great first round was
1: amazing that's what he should have been doing the entire fucking he did time. like as soon as he got he close worked to work Wonder, Wonder like, Boy then it was great like he
0: waited round. he because Wonder Boy is known for those brilliant kicks. He is he's so good with those sidekicks and everything. He like he put so much power even though he, it doesn't look like it there is power then but time it's behind all technique him. exactly. And yeah. uh but uh, Willie waited for one of those Then grabbed him Took him down And just Malded, Dominated dude. It was brilliant Malded wrestling the and, I, and like percent. I've said before I'm a very much Of a, a novice MMA fan I don't really know Much about wrestling Or the things That are on the ground But I could still Sit there and appreciate The absolute dominance And the skill That Woodley was able To put in On the ground What he did to Wonder Boy Was absolutely fantastic when he had him on the ground when When the fight went back up to the feet Warner Boy just stalled him with his uh, his weird stance, with his distance keeping, with his timing, he was able to freeze Woodley. Woodley wasn't able to do much of anything until like round four. Yeah, and I,
1: Wonder Boy even came out and said he's like, I was too cautious. I had him in positions where I should have been striking, and I wasn't throwing because I was too wary of right his <laughs> right <laughs> hand. But he came out and he said I should have been throwing more because, like you said, his timing, his spacing, everything was perfect. He just wasn't throwing. He was standing right in front of him, and he wanted Woodley to throw so that he could counter off of Woodley. But Woodley is also a counter. He's intimidated a little bit. So you got him both feigning, but Thompson constantly had the middle of the ring. He was constantly pressing him. I would honestly, I was giving it to Thompson, but it ended in a draw, and that's because Woodley landed the right hook.
0: So fucking solid. Just like Like the face on Wonder Boys. No, let's like that. His his like, his his face. Face. <laughs> right. The face on like, Wonderboy's face was I get all flustered talking Listen, about it. it. Listen, like, if, got like, a if it was because round four was 10-8, right? If it wasn't for that 10-8 round, it would have been a yeah. win for Wonderboy because he won the most rounds. But because round four was 10-8, that's what made it a draw. Click yeah. so kept Tyrone's title just there. Uh, the reason he got that 10-8 round was not only a brutal, brutal knockdown. But he kept on him and fucked him Dude, up. did Boy survived! <laughs> like, that's that's what I'm getting to, is Tyra Woodley got him in a guillotine, but, and almost ripped his fucking head off of his body. There's nothing in physics that says his head could stay on at that point. It, it defied science and logic and everything that we know about the human body, and he he fucking, how did you, how are you alive? I have no idea. He,
1: he, he came <laughs> out afterwards and he was like, dude, his head's small and his neck's tiny.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I couldn't
0: choke him Solid out. Points.
1: <laughs> Solid <laughs> points. Solid points.
0: Waterboy's got a little tiny skull. But, dude, Ooh. it was, um, oh, wow. Like, the so fact, like like, a brilliant, brilliant round by a time. You gotta give Woodley uh, credit for putting in a great round ra- late in the fight mm-hmm. and showing he, he knows what the fuck he Great, great fighter. But he, oh come on how does any guy you can't really look at that fight and say oh that guy's a loser that guy's a winner like they both came out earning a lot of credit because yeah. Wonder Boy's that guy that no one he's that talented fighter it happens in boxing all the time a talented guy coming up and everyone asks oh yeah what happens when he faces adversity what happens when he faces adversity What's gonna happen then like when Mike Tyson faced adversity he lost you know what I mean Wonderboy like came up he faced horrible horrible adversity and survived and he got the draw, and it, it terrific. I I'll rematch right now. Can next we rewind
1: week. real fast though before <laughs> the
0: guillotine? Because
1: Tyron lands a huge fucking right. Boom! Puts Wonder Boy against the cage. Wonder Boy falls down. Tyron rushes on Wonder Boy. Starts wailing on Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy's blocking a couple, but every third or fourth shot is getting through. And the fucking Tyron is throwing uppercuts, hooks. And then Wonder Boy starts to get up. He's literally not protecting his face. And gets knocked with, like or three solid ground and pound shots as he's climbing himself off the cage and doesn't go down again he doesn't get knocked out he fucking eats these fucking shots and then gets put in a fucking guillotine gets out of the guillotine and ends up the round punching Tyrone Woodley while he's on his back that is Absolutely amazing. That is fighting. His Out face his is a bloody court.
0: mass. And he's just still... Uh, it
1: does not get better than great that round. Th- like, that, that fucking round is why I fucking watch him in May. It was so exciting. Rematch. I fucking couldn't get enough of it. So it winds up being a draw. And I actually do think that they're doing an immediate rematch. Like, no contenders. No nothing. It's an immediate rematch. So... And then, of course... Fucking Connor. We had- I keep fucking picking Connor against Connor whenever he's in a bad matchup, and the dude has shut me up time and time again, so I am completely over betting against fucking Connor. Jesus! Whatever Connor wants Chris to even do. That. Chris even said that after the fight, he goes, I'm done betting against Connor. <laughs> Whatever Connor like, wants sorry. to do, uh-huh. Connor can fucking do. If Connor thinks that he can go and fucking fight Floyd, go fucking fight Floyd. I am not. Picking a winner in it. because am going to bring down time, the fucking rebel army. <laughs> if you want to go fucking fight Tyrone Woodley, go fucking fight Tyrone Woodley. You want to fight Nate Diaz? I don't give a fuck who you fight at this point. I am on the fucking train. Because Jesus Christ, he fucking made Eddie Alvarez look like an amateur. Yeah, dude. Like an amateur. Eddie Alvarez had a plan. Everything's gone. Oh. Sorry about that, folks.
0: Our our stupid friend Butters is knocking beer bottles over on the table because she's a drunk idiot, sucking on her feet over there. Right? You go
1: in there with a the game plan, <laughs> and then you get hit by McGregor, and your game plan goes. Completely out the fucking. Everyone corner. has a plan. I, I sat there it. and I watched. I, I was listening I to his that, corner the way, at the fight. I, I was listening that. to his corner as the fight was going on and everything that they were saying. Eddie was not doing like like. The, I don't know if it was the noise and afterwards Eddie Alvarez comes on. He said, "Oh, the crowd and everything." And it's like I don't know, man. Eddie's been on those big stages before. Now maybe not Connor level. The stages, crowd wasn't cheering me on when I was losing. Like at it the was same weird. They you know? had
0: really the really thing. big fights. Here's the thing is. uh, when you're a fighter and you lose, especially badly, you have to make excuses because when you are fighting, when you're fighting somebody, you have to have an incredible amount of confidence in yourself. You, you do need to be a little humble and think like, okay, I can't be too confident that I don't think this guy can beat me. I have to be scared enough to prepare right. But you still – it's a really fucked up mindset you have to get into before a fight and like you have to have an incredible amount of confidence in yourself. So when you do lose, you do need to make excuses in your own head. Well, I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right to, to make sense of it in your own mind so you can get that confidence back. So it does make sense that he was saying the crowd this or that or blah, blah, Well, blah. he
1: actually came out and said, "I actually it was my fault. I didn't listen to my coaches. I didn't follow the game plan. It was me because I didn't do what we had been working on for 10 fucking weeks. I let the moment get to me. I let Connor get to me. You know, I let Yeah, the, that's the And thing then and he, then Connor I got hit. Their head, like, as soon as I got hit, everything kind of changed. Like it reprogrammed me. Like I was like, "Oh, we're going to fight now. Now we're in Philly." Now that was what I've grown up and that was what i was bred into that's why i started fucking fighting so it kind of sent him back Not connor like, also gets mentally, in their head he dude. just gets in your head exactly Bro, dude super bad like there's a lot of fucking moment. fighters Vinny pazienza was the same thing like we, we just though we just watched the movie but like Vinny pazienza <laughs> saying like oh look at that he's like oh he broke that guy's jaw and he's like hits like a girl and then he fights that guy next and he's like in the ring he goes can i tell you something his co or his trainer's like yeah what and he goes he doesn't hit like a girl, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, motherfucker. Basically, no, he doesn't. Like you, you have this, you underestimate the people no matter Connor, what. I like that, he,
0: that movie had so many historical inaccuracies. The thing inaccuracies, about Connor that's so inaccuracy. Inaccuracy. No
1: way, because you went and looked it up afterwards and got mad at yourself
0: is. for. Paying I was money. telling you about it in the. No, I know. Area, that's
1: why I kept asking about it. The thing about Connor, though, that's so special is he's wild outside the ring. He came in a mink coat. He came as a Joe, a Frazier, rented
2: cosplay. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Frazier cosplay. True. Yeah, yeah. True. Joe Frazier cosplay, yeah. Because was, he what, was exactly how many years? Wasn't it like 30 years or something like that? Or what was but it? But still, <laughs> even if it was, <laughs> that rented, was kind of money, though, that he did, did it. that. It's not like he planned on getting the tax well, scene. if anything, I blame that on Gucci. How about you put it in the back of the coat, bro? How about they you don't it, want,
2: they, yeah, they like, want you to
0: buy
1: it? <laughs> no, I think no. he gave an homage to a great boxer. I think that's amazing.
0: Here's why that's especially funny is he gave homage to Joe Frazier, who had a legendary left hand. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah, that and crazy. it was in MSG that pretty, Joe Frazier wore that same outfit. Yeah, before I started with Ali.
1: That no, that's pretty amazing. It was amazing. It was a, amazing. He knows his boxing knowledge, and that is why. But. So he's crazy outside the ring. He does all these fucking antics, right? As soon as he steps in the fucking ring, he is cool, Calm and collected, he doesn't rush. He doesn't seem like he's overcome by the moment, and he, picks he his is spots so very fucking well. calm. He's smart. And he's yeah. not going he's out there a, swinging. Is he a, is he a, swinging. Would you call him
0: a defensive fighter a little bit, I like waiting? Not, no, he's he's. No. How would you like? He's he's very he's a sharpshooter. He, yeah, uh, he doesn't throw in volume. He doesn't throw in combination, but he knows the one punch that he needs to land, and he's very adept. Uh, at getting that punch too, no matter what. Even though you know that punch is coming, he gets He's going to get it. It's just like similar, running with their armbar. Don't arm let arm 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 Ron armbar you. Yeah, yeah. It's going to fucking happen. Yeah. And because he knows that all that shit talk is going to get to your head. He knows that you hate him. So he's already a step he ahead of you. He knows that you want to mm-hmm. attack him and destroy him. He knows that. And that's what that talking shit game is it's, all about. Well, it's, it's talking is getting, a trap.
1: Is talking a trap a little yeah, bit. It is it's letting
0: it's, you it's, get I want, emotional I want to get you so mad that you just want to rip my head off. Because if you're only thinking about ripping my head off, you're not thinking about the actual game plan. Exactly. Oh. That's exactly why that's not so so all down down four That's all he. Seconds. That's all he. Yeah. Moved. If you come at me ridiculous, then you're gonna run into this lift, and it's gonna do <laughs> a whole lot of damage, Dude. like we saw against Eddie Alvarez, which it I was-, was as like he doesn't like. I we talked about this in the pre-fight show. We talked about how yes, at 170, in both fights he had trouble against Nate Diaz, but that's but Nate. But, and I said, I, I, I pointed it out, I all 170, he seemed sluggish, though. He's not fighting at 170. He's going to be fighting at 155. I think he'll be faster, and I think the punches will carry there. He'll be a little quicker. And it showed incredible effectiveness. That's and, what Eddie came out and said. He said they were uh, – Ariel Huwani, the best uh,
1: MMA reporter out, said, what was the biggest thing you were surprised by? And he said, his speed. It wasn't the power, it was the speed and the precision. After the, I got hit that first time in Ariel, I didn't know what hit me. I didn't know if it was a right hook, I didn't know if it was a cross, I didn't know what hit me. All I knew was that I got fucking hit and I need to get up. And I was like, damn, it's that fast fast. He knew he swung, and then he got hit. He didn't even know by what. All he knew was his
0: butt was on the fucking ground now. Now, luckily, it wasn't... that's what a lot of, like, casual fans don't really know, is that uh, the punches that hurt the most are the ones you don't see coming. And uh, speed can equate to power so... Incredibly, I would much rather be fast and powerful because speed allows you to hit the target. It helps get your punch there. Power, you have to have a totally different system in order to get the power. You can have all the power in the world if you can't hit the target, that power don't mean shit. Speed actually lets you hit the fucking target. It's very important, and that's a big reason why uh, Connors had so much success with so many knockouts and so many stoppages because that left gets in there incredibly fast and smooth. And it's and his
1: entire body These other I've
0: MMA seen. fighters haven't seen someone move that smoothly with that counter shot. Well, like, no one's actually throwing it.
1: it like that either. Because yeah, they're they're st- when to he's it. throwing it, he's overextending himself, and so he's allowing his entire body weight to go forward with it as well. And he's putting himself in a fucking bad position, but he knows it's going to land. Cause I've I've honestly that is only right. does, see
0: him. He throws his shoulders so far forward, when he comes so left, far forward that like, all of his weight. The way he forward. measures himself is that he measures with the right hand. Of course, he has a lot. Of, he doesn't do hard jabs or sweet hooks. He does a lot of measuring. Mm. And what he does is he puts you in a position to where if you were to jab you with his right hand, you'd be out of range. He won't he, he won't exactly. be able to hit yeah, you with you that right hand. Really- he makes you tell you that that distance and that's when he throws the left hand. So he puts it everything, all his momentum behind it, and you're at the end of that shot. Yeah, you're at the yeah, exactly. He catches you right and at the what, end. And that's what and if you're gonna throw a straight punch, you need to make sure your opponent is at the end of that shot, not in close smothering your punch. And his coach is sitting there yelling seven three, and I guess what seven three was, um,
1: it was like a a straight, like a straight to the body. And then you step outside of Connor's lead foot, and you throw a right hook to his body or a right hook to his head. The option was up to you. So for, a coach, Eddie for Eddie, for Eddie, the coach is sitting there yelling, to
0: the head. a left hook. Okay. Yeah, so it'd be a right, He's
1: a right, there right to a right 7 Seven three, seven three, and Eddie's doing the exact opposite of what the coach is yelling. He's going to Connor's left. That's the
0: problem with like because a lot like when you do the number system, that's a that's a, that's an established thing. Uh, not just like everyone knows the one, two, you know, it's the jab, right hand, but it follows through, you know, one, two, all the way up. You know, it's like, it goes, you know, jab, straight right hand, left, if you're right handed, jab, right hand, left hook, right hook, left uppercut, right uppercut, and then it starts going to the body. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's how that punch system goes. And it takes so much time practicing that number system or for the numbers to just click in your head. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So
0: usually you don't want to just yell out the number. It was just crazy listening to like his corner's audio, and then
1: them they would they were telling they were describing the calls that they were calling, and then they were describing what Eddie was doing, and it was the complete opposite. And then they were sitting there saying like we didn't train this. Like Eddie was supposed to start taking him down. And Eddie was supposed to start doing this. Eddie just fell into the trap, and he came out. And he admitted it. he made he made this big old statement. He's like you know what I fucked up. This is all my fault. I can't blame anybody but myself. I'm gonna take this as a man. This is my responsibility. So you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get back to the grind. I'm gonna start fucking working. And I'm going to get that fucking fight again. And uh, I commend him for that. But I, let's go back to Connor. The, what makes Connor so special is that like, I haven't seen anybody really hit him yet. I haven't seen anybody hit him. And it's not that he's like a Floyd where he's well, making I mean, everybody miss or anything. True. Who hit
0: him? This The first Diaz fight. The Diaz fight. Diaz, Diaz was right. able to catch You're him right. and hurt Diaz him. Diaz at 170. Standing up. Does that happen at 155? That's my That's real the, question. That is a huge, huge. huge Does
1: it happen at one fifty five? And, I don't, I, and gets, I
0: don't know enough about MMA to even try to answer that question. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I think if Diaz comes
1: in there with the right game plan, then Diaz works him easily. But I think Diaz is going to be Diaz and be like, "No, I'm going to fuck you up how I've always done it." And I think he'll probably get worked by Connor at one fifty five. I honestly do because we both had the match for the second match. For Connor because it never went to the ground. I don't think Diaz is going to be able to take him to the ground. If Eddie Alvarez can't take him down, Diaz isn't going to fucking take him down. So that means it's going to be a boxing match. Unless Diaz that open- goes in there with the game plan and sticks to the game plan. Because he, I do believe Diaz is the better boxer. But I do believe Diaz has a huge fucking ego. And so he'll... Let his technique go a little bit to be more of a Diaz brother rather than being more technique over Diaz. Not to mention the speed advantage. And then you got the speed. Like, it, But Diaz has the length. He's got... So there, there's a lot of things, but I'm over betting against Connor. I think Connor, whatever Connor wants to do, Connor can fucking do. He's going to take six months off. He's going to have a break. Um, his girlfriend is having a baby. And so... I just I'm I'm kind of speechless with Connor because every time I fucking doubt him he fucking wins. Every time that he's he's supposed to lose, he wins in spectacular fashion. Jose Aldo, that was supposed to be a really fucking hard match and he beat him in fucking 4 fucking seconds. Nate Diaz was never even supposed to happen. He's supposed to fight um Rafael Dos Anjos, and I think that's still a great fight. And I think Conor wins now. Like Before, I thought that 155 was going to be a bruiser for Conor. Now, Conor has the biggest reach at 155. There's no, dude, one, that can, that, there's no one that reach touches is fucking his reach. Crazy, dude. His and his reach that is means crazy. you got to take him down. Eddie's one of the best wrestlers at 155. MMA math doesn't always work out, so... Anything's possible. He's got two prospects. That's the best part, but that's the best part about so now what is Anything's fucking possible. He's a two belt champion. He's a two belt champion. Let me just squash all this really fucking fast though. Connor is not the GOAT. Connor has not fought prime, prime fighters. Ready to fucking go. He has not fought. Nate Diaz isn't even a top 155. No, no, he's he a top time, five, but he's not of, the top. To has he's to be not even in the top five at 170. challenged in their own division. And he's the, the thing. only one that's put a fucking challenge on him. He's not the GOAT, but he can be the GOAT. So how can he be the GOAT? You got to defend that 145 belt, go down, defend it against Aldo, which is going to be a hard fight. I, I do not see Conor starching Aldo like that again, and that's why he doesn't want to take the fight, because you can't get any better than what he already did. Why would he take that fight? Well, now you have to, or you vacate the belt. But Connor is such an egomaniac that I I really think he's going to be the first guy to simultaneously defend two belts. And I do think the UFC is going to allow him to do it, because he is their
0: biggest draw. I think if he tries, that he loses. I think That's a value. It, I think he's trying draining. to fluctuate too much. That's I think he's trying to point. fluctuate way too That's much of weight.
1: Not only weight, like distribution, him trying to go like down in a weight or up in a weight or just whatever, like trying to meet these classes. But also, it's the fact that he's looking into too many things at once. He's looking at this large fucking uh, black hole of like, who can I take? Who dude, can whatever, I do this? Dude. With? Uh, he, was no, no. he was supposed to lose against Eddie Alvarez. He was supposed to lose against I know, I get that. I get that. I understand that. He we're can doing. do it. Nah, he's gonna I, do it. He's gonna defend. I understand, a bull. understand that 100. <laughs>
0: yes, but if doing he, too think, much,
1: you can't focus on one opponent. If he does it,
0: I think, is he the go? I think if he uh, if he moves down to 145, he's too drained. Uh, his body uh, it's it's bigger now, and dropping that extra 10 pounds is a little too much. It's gonna e- even if he wins, he's not gonna be spectacular. Anyway, he's gonna narrowly win. I think he's smart. If he's smart, he stays at 155. Has some more spectacular wins. And uh, then if he wants to get crazy, if he really, really wants to get crazy, wants to do something that hasn't been done, wants to really, really make his mark on history, then he moves up again. Mm. He fights at 170. And gets knocked the
1: fuck out. <laughs> hey, I'm
0: sorry. This is your chance. There's There's you got, no hey, You have to me. dare to be great. <laughs>
1: That's true. So what will put him on that great...
0: I'll tell you right now like I because said,
1: but, two belts doesn't do it yet. You yeah. haven't even defended the one forty five belt, so you don't got me there. Uh, I, I appreciate
0: that you've gone three weight classes. It's actually, it's actually an, it's an old saying in, in in boxing. I know it's a different thing, but it's still an old saying in boxing is you're not the champ unless you defend it. You're not the champ until you have to at least defend it once. I feel like he then def- you're the champ. He defends both belts
1: and then gets that one seventy. What, he what he could do
0: wins. here what he could do. Let's he could it's take. Over. He could oh. take on the top contender at 145, and say, All right, "I'm gonna fight you." Weighing at 145, they both weigh 145, and then like, well, will be one. And th- then five hours later, they both weigh at 155 and I fight for both belts at once. <laughs> That's so. And here's funny. why I say that because Ray Leonard did that really <laughs> against Donnie Lalande.
1: Wow. Uh, let oh, We'll wrap it up. This, we'll wrap it up with. Connor has to now fight either Jose Aldo at 145, or he has to fight Khabib. Nagome. Please be
0: Khabib. I
1: really it to be a babe. I guess it's Habib. I guess you don't. I don't. I guess you don't say what the K. Whatever
0: with your proper pronunciation. Nago,
1: Nago, Nago Ben-Nago Ben-Nago Ben-Nago, um, or Tony Ferguson. I think here's what's gonna happen. This is my breakdown of it. He's gonna go to 145. He's going to fight Aldo. He's probably going to win a five-round decision. Really close decision. He's going to look really bad, just like you said. But he's going to defend it. And he's going to go up to 155 and fight Khabib and get fucking wrestle-fucked. Because while he is going to fight Jose Aldo on that same card, the co-main event will be Habib Nagameda versus Tony Ferguson. That's number one. Number two at 155. Tony Ferguson just beat Rafael Dos Angeles, who was just the champ before Eddie Alvarez. So him and Habib are going to fight. I think Habib absolutely ragdolls Tony Ferguson. I honestly think the only way for Tony Ferguson to win is going to be a submission. But it can happen because Habib is all Sambo. And so he's going to be wrestling him down, wrestle-fucking him like he does but Tony Ferguson is a gangster and Eddie Bravo's 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. And he knows how to fucking put his legs in really fucking crazy positions that I just don't think Habib has really faced yet. And I think it'll put Habib in some really bad situations to get submitted. So I could see Tony winning it. But if he doesn't get that advantage, Habib versus Connor. But, but, I do want to say this. Habib just fought Michael Johnson on that same card First round, Habib wanted to stand. He wanted to prove a point because all he's been doing so far in the UFC is wrestle fucking people. He hasn't really stood up and stroke with any... St- stri- 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 strikin? st- stri- stri- Strikes. Striking? strike, Strikes. Right? Strikes with anyone. He got fucked up by Michael Johnson while he was striking. Michael Johnson is a sixth ranked. He was he was sixth ranked and one hundred and fifty five. And Habib <laughs> tried to stand with him, and he got dazed. Like ooh, oh fuck! I need to take you down now. And if Michael Johnson can do it, Conor can do it. So I can easily see Conor winning that fucking matchup. But can Conor keep him off of him? That's going to be the whole entire fucking situation. That's a million miles away. Conor is the king right now, and I. Absolutely
0: love it. <laughs> so many people
1: are mad. His fucking after like the post conference, while he's in the fucking ring, they didn't have two belts ready for him. He's sitting there fucking yelling, "Where's my other Where's fucking, my fucking belt? belt? Where's Dude, my no, other fucking belt?" I love the intro. Belt? I intro like, like what, are you, what, are you, "What are you thinking right now, Connor? Connor, Connor. for four point two no, billion? Says, dollars asked, can't afford another belt." J- Joe Rogan literally asked I'm like. Connor, you know you did this, you did that, you are the only person ever hold two belts like what are you thinking right now? And he goes, What am I fucking thinking? I'm thinking where's my fucking belt? Like that <laughs> was his first answer. Like where's me other every, fucking belt? every question he pulled an ad me. <laughs> he pulled an ad me when it's like I can turn any, any conversation into me. Like, he, pulled, he, he <laughs> turned every so conversation into, where's his fucking man. belt? Oh, Scooby-Doo snacks? Well, you're looking for Scooby-Doo snacks
0: like I'm looking for my fucking belt. And he's <laughs> so amazing on it's, the mic. It's,
1: it's, I, like, he can just turn it on. Like, and
0: that whole God. thing about, it, I just I talked a lot of shit and the build-up to this fight. I said a lot of things to a lot of people. I just want to take for a second and apologize.
2: To absolutely fucking no! <laughs> I run this fucking
0: division! Dude, I
2: fucking lost it when I he said that. Shit. I, I thought he was going to apologize. He's so
1: amazing. How can you hate him? Like, I'm so over denying the hype train. But <laughs> then the next week and we get fucking global award and I was supposed to go to this fucking fight. We've been talking about it for fucking weeks and I was so fucking pumped to
0: go and then I got nailed by the man! And the man kept me down. You did get nailed by the man, <laughs> and you didn't get to come with us, Las Vegas. But fabulous Las Vegas, we went to the T-Mobile Arena but we have to, to watch live. But who did get to go in
1: my absence? But if I wasn't here with you, he wouldn't have been able to go. The only reason he was able to go was because he got tickets for three. Usually we only got tickets for two. The the we did get lucky. The area we got sent in was a lot better than the area we got sent in last time. Because I the whole thing everybody knows that she got into his first boxing match that was the whole the whole point the whole point of even going to a boxing match for both of these times I want to take Adney to a boxing match my fucking best friend so first time we got okay seats they were great it was great because we're at a match right then this second time it's like damn we got a better seating
0: area and here's the thing like like to the point of uh, it being kind of uh, far up there was the fact that uh, like I watched the fight twice. I watched. So I uh, watched times. the fight in the arena, and then I watched it on some YouTube stream. I'm uh, so excited! Here, I'm and uh, I, I scored it differently both times. Me too. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Wildly different, and it's a huge thing, a huge uh, point of contention because it was an incredibly close fight throughout, and uh, the judges had it away. And a lot of people disagree with it. A lot of people on press row, a lot of uh, fight scribes and fighters alike thought it should have went the other way. Uh, so if you haven't heard... What's your final verdict? What did you score? you haven't heard by now, Sergey Kovalev versus Andre Ward for the light heavyweight championship of the world, the two biggest names, the two best fighters in the division, and a lot of people would tell you the two best fighters in the world, pound for pound. Um... The winner ended up being Andre Ward by decision as the new champ. 114
1: to 113.
0: So fucking close. Like all three judges had it for Ward. Uh, well, for, um. I up. find
1: it weird that all three of them had it Actually, the like, same
0: score. It's, it couldn't have been. It wasn't because of the knockdown. What do you mean? Because the knockdowns, what would
1: make it? No.
0: I think there were three rounds in
1: particular. I had it written down and I was going to bring it up. I think they were the 5th, the 8th, and the 11th that I couldn't score either way after I've watched it two or three times. I watched it live, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was kind of glancing at it, doing other shit as I was doing it. Then I watched it again. HD scored it. Watched it again. HD scored it. First time I scored it, 115 to 113. 112? Oh, 12. 112. But, yeah, 112, 112, Kovalev. And then the next time I scored it, 114-113, Ward. And then so I had to do it one more time, and I ended up
0: on Kovalev. In the arena, you know, we're partying. Yeah. We actually met some cool-ass dudes that were sat in front of us. We did, yeah. Shout-out to Doughboy. Uh, <laughs> Doughboy. <laughs> Every <laughs> time you keep saying Doughboy, I'm like, paperboy? We're paper going to get to Doughboy. But, uh... Cool ass people. We're all drinking, fucking fucked up, watching the fight. I'm trying to, I'm trying to score the fight. But the thing is, because from where we are, it's basically like you're watching the fight far away and on mute. You don't get to hear yeah, the yeah, punches. Yeah. You don't get to really know. You get to
1: literally hear them from the punches thrown in the ring, but you don't get that like you're close but not as Wait, close. So you it's not like instant. It's, it's not, not real time. It's I like can hear a lag. them. I can hear it's them like landing. Like no,
0: no, you can hear them landing. The you punches. You cannot hear the punches landing. I, I, could not I
1: heard. I heard every. I was looking at the ring the whole time. You can hear. Tch, like that you can hear it but the thing is you're not you don't really get it it's too far away to doesn't, really like, register. understand yeah it doesn't uh, register as sense. much but you can literally hear the punches they hear from a mile away it's the landing is I mean, far, like, no it's it's force. it's a force fucking punch and, and, but, and i mean there's mics in there you don't really was, get like, it I, I you don't really I mean,
0: understand like you no, can't it's hear harder. No, you it's can't harder. hear every single fucking yeah, punch
1: no, it's way harder you, at cannot, at least, so you, you can't hear the power score behind score it either.
0: Right? You've heard I'm a "I know." I'm not saying you never heard a punch. I'm saying you can't hear every single fucking punch that lands. You cannot. Yeah, you get... And it's
1: hard... Even when I'm watching it, it was hard to see which ones were landing. That's why I wanted to watch it so many times so I could make sure. I was like, okay, this one's you landing can, You can one. get a clear image. I watched it three times, and there were three rounds that I could have it going either all Ward or all Kovalev, or maybe you split them or whatever, but there that's was what three I, That's three what I was trying to get to, rounds. is that uh,
0: there was a bunch of rounds... While watching it live in the arena, I was like, fuck, that was such a fucking close round. So but close. one thing that no- that was uh, evident throughout the fight was that Kovalev came on strong. And he in the hurt beginning, Ward, from the and beginning. And he, he dropped Ward. It was the second time in Ward's career, even though he he said it was the first time in his post-fight fucking interview. So. He didn't realize. Cause we he got- all, dude, we remember Darnell Boone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but... It was like like so he's in a deficit in the beginning, but he came back and he, he did come back. And he, he came what he did, strong. what I and what we talked about on the pre-fight show was that he neutralized Kovalev's jab. It was the most important thing that he needed to do that night was take away Kovalev's jab and take away his beginning of his arsenal to stall him. And he did take away the jab. He did stall Kovalev. have had a hard time getting off to that point, and Ward started getting rounds in. I hate. I hate how Andre Ward fights. Because he wants
1: to sit there and he wants to fucking dirty box you in the clinch. He wants to make it messy. He wants to fucking, you know, get those hooks in and then catch you on your way out. I absolutely fucking hate. Half the time, it looks like he's going for a single leg takedown. Because he's fucking at their hips with one of his arms. And then he's coming at you with this one. So you have to protect your body. But you also have to protect your head at the same time. And then he'll fucking switch. And then he'll put you in the clinch. And he'll do all that dirty shit. And he'll come up on your fucking body. And then, boom, come up with... fucking hate it. You're right. Andre Ward did a great job at stopping the jab, but I think Kovalev actually did a really great job at stopping the damage output in the clinch. I agree but- with
0: that. I agree with that. I think um, one thing that he did is, because I talked about that too in the pre-fight show, is that Ward is very good at fighting on the inside. You got, I said that Kovalev's best punching is on the outside. He needs to keep it on the outside, keep the jab moving, and keep Ward at the end of his shots. Ward needs to smother him, smother his power, and rough him up a little bit. Ward kept trying to do that and get on the inside and rough him up with those hooks and all that and those uppercuts. But every time he got on in the inside, Koblev <laughs> was able to use his imposing strength and just he pushed Ward back into the ropes until the ref separated him, which completely nullified any move Ward would try.
1: And the ref gave Ward a lot of time too. Like he
0: wouldn't step in immediately when they started. Yeah, a couple fucking of had out. to do, yeah. had to push him back and keep him from throwing any shots with any kind of power in him because he's moving backwards. He was physically stronger than yeah. Ward. But in those close, watching from the arena, watching this slow-paced kind of fight, I was leaning in those close rounds. I leaned towards Ward. I was like, this is where he wants it. He wants it slow. He wants it kind of he wants to stall Kovalev and get his little shots off while Kovalev is looking for one big hand. And there were and certain rounds where
1: Ward was a straight ghost.
0: Like Kovalev could, could yeah, not he hit kept him. Barely grazed and kept barely missing it and and would come back with that the hard jab and that sweet left hook and the right hand to the body and I I gave him uh, I think it was 7 8 and 9 I gave all three of those rounds to one, clearly. What's great is you called it out first. You
1: said that you explained both fighters, and what you said is this is going to be the reason this is a fighters fight you said that specifically, is because these guys are so well-matched. The match is going to be so perfect and so close that it's going to be worth your while. It's going to be worth your while to watch. And I think you called it out perfectly because even in that arena, watching the fight, it was like, man, this is fucking close. It was was not a one-sided fight at all. It It was was not a one-sided fight. I'm sorry. It was a
0: back-and-forth fucking fight, dude. That atmosphere... It was, everyone was on Unreal, edge. Everyone yeah. was on the edge seat. Everyone was like, everyone's turning on asking and Addy. <laughs> no, like, oh, no, no.
2: Everyone's turning
1: <laughs> on Addy. That's the thing Addy doesn't speak of. We had two rows in front of us turning on like, so what do you what do you got right now? What are you? And got right team now? Team Adney's good. like, nah, I got it
0: about ward this this
1: fucking round. The reason he is this this fucking number's right here. blah. blah, blah. Adney's speaking <laughs> That's awesome. to an audience like Adney could literally get a group dude. to kill themselves. Like seriously, <laughs> he could be the guy that causes a mass He's suicide.
2: He's good at boxing, is, dude.
1: Because everyone kept turning around and asking Adney about it, and even me, I'm like, a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like over there, I'm like Adney's wingman manager I'm Adney's fucking hype man. I'm like, yeah,
2: yeah, let's go, check! Let's go, the four, okay. yeah, yeah, two, two rounds, right? Ahead. Two rounds, <laughs> two rounds, yeah. Couple rounds, couple rounds. But no, so, win. what win. sucks
1: win. what sucks so bad was what was upsetting was. People were underestimating Kovalev. That was the problem in the ring. That was, a, or that was a problem in the arena, was people were underestimating Kodalev, people Kovalev. People like, like, he got like these
0: booze, booze, really? booze. Booze. wild boos. Really? Wild boos. A lot of like, people. I didn't like. I, I recorded uh, a little bit of the pre-fight stuff on my phone and posted on Instagram, but you don't hear the boos. Like the boos came later. I didn't get to record them, but it was like. Dude, we, like I like even like in the intro to the ring, 70, when Kovalev came to the ring, they, they booed. It was yeah. upsetting. Seventy-five to eighty percent of the crowd was against Kovalev.
1: Yep. that's why all that's that, that's the biggest thing that I've heard. And like the cloud crowd influenced the judges. The yeah, judges are that, American. That's a legitimate thing. Everything's in America. It's a legitimate thing. Yeah, it's and and things. what's funny is we have some Russians around us. So there's a couple, a little bit, and they're like. They're, they're actually fucking cheering for fucking Kovalev and then you get a lot of Americans cheering for fucking Ward yes but Adney's in the middle as a, someone who appreciates both Boxing, fighters so yeah. when someone brings it up like Kovalev killed it Adney's like and he he was like, literally kill killed Kovalev, each fucking Ward. argument yeah it's Ward when someone's like oh yeah, that Ward, was just, that was just Ward just Ward down killed down it yeah. Yeah. I wanted
0: to make everybody when, sad when Ward killed it <laughs>
1: so. they, they would go on for Ward. <laughs> hands on they were like Ward killed that Adney's like well actually you can't like you can't take away from Kovalev like Kovalev did this. He has this. He has this great Cole fucking control the middle of jab. the ring. He for 80% he of the this. fucking fight. He knocked him down. Like Adney's going for both fighters. That's a, that's the thing people around us it's didn't understand. So fucking yeah, people. That. that was that's what upsetting. People think like they thought because Adney was kind of playing both sides. They thought they were on Adney's side. So every time they turn around, and like you agree, Adney's like, Nah, I don't really. No, I don't. I don't really think that. I think that he he held this and blah 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 because everyone was so. Split sided. Everyone was Democrat Republican. That's why down. I was so happy. Adney when was an independent it. fucking watcher. I was like, Adney watched it and he, he did a play-by-play for everyone around him. And I thought it was really good. I'm because- lucky because I got brought into boxing because of Adney. So yeah. I get to go into all these great fights right now, biased as fuck. <laughs> I don't have
2: a fucking ring in each one. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever.
1: And so I get to watch it just as a fucking fan. And it was such a good match that dude, I literally scored good. it, it different great. on different okay. viewings. So, like, okay, it was so, great, dude. It was great. End,
0: so, from the arena, from where we were sitting, all that stuff, what I scored was uh, 115, 112, Andre Ward.
2: Oh, wow.
1: And he didn't know. Check it out. It was before the even announcement. Addy went to the bathroom. Addy walks. It's over. What? You, it's you just called it
0: a... Walked Took oh, a piss?
1: Over. No, it's over. Oh. It's over? And he goes like this I gotta piss at him So going And he looks at me Like he's walking To take a piss I'm like where are you? he goes To take a piss he goes hey 115-112 Ward And he like walks by me I'm like okay Now I am the shoe holder Wow I'm that guy that when people Call some shit out I'm like That's 115-112 Folks You know you love that moment You were scared I, I hold the moments. key! Yeah, I hold the key! Oh, oh, you're a couple. sorry, was one of the team, one, <laughs> one Oh, you didn't watch the same fight that I watched? And you're so I, you're so i oh, with storky, the dude. I'm storky <laughs> as heck! I'm holding the reins. And he handed me the castle! You don't think I'm
0: gonna fucking dabble in so being I, I, the I, castle? I, I, just, I just, look like look, cause all night the the lions in the bathroom were crazy. And I was like, I just wanna beat the rush after the decision's made. And so I, that's why I was like, I had it I was like I had it at 150, 150 for Ward and then I took off to the bathroom. You had live Ward looked that great. Uh that's not it's not that he looked great. It was that from the, the Van's perspective that we had, like I was saying, is I couldn't tell, like because what you're when you score a full round, what the number one thing you're supposed to score on is um clean, effective punches. I was
1: actually gonna ask you about this. And when you're that
0: far away, it's hard to tell Whose punches were the cleanest, the most effective, and did the most damage? That's like something that Max Kellerman always says. Is, most damage?
1: That's, that's yeah, the new category? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that, that's an old thing. But like Because it's supposed to be about who... Like, uh, Max Kellerman does it this way. He goes, who would you rather have been in that round? Like, Let's mm-hmm. say I hit you ten times, Chris. Ten times, I hit you ten times. But none of them did any damage. There's no swelling. I can tell you, never, you right now, I'd rather never got take dazed. ten... You never got dazed. Nothing. It was just all... I'd daddy. rather take 10 from Andre than 10 from Kovalev. But you hit me with five punches. <laughs> I could take them. Back. But those five punches, now my left eye is swollen, my right eye is cut. Who would you rather have been? You. You did more damage. And that's what a fight is. It's a fight. And from that distance, I was hard I couldn't really tell whose punches were doing the most damage in a couple of particular rounds. There was a few particular rounds. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, That were exactly. really close. I was like, ah, I give it Because it, it, from where I was looking, it seemed like it was Ward's fight and he was controlling it a little bit. And so I was like, well, I can't judge the clean effect of punches. So what's the next thing you judge? Okay, I'm going to judge uh ring generalship. I'm going to judge... And like... Effective defense, yeah. Yeah, Generating gentlemanship, effective defense, uh, effective aggression. And I was like through all those things. I'm kind of leaning towards Ward. It wasn't like a that was Ward, right? There was a couple fucking rounds where Ward would be
1: in the middle, and he was like, "I'm
0: so ready to fucking bang." It was I was like, "I don't know." And
1: I'm I'm gonna freely admit, (laughs) I'm
0: gonna freely admit right now that I was like, I wasn't sure about the decision. I told those guys, and I was like, and I'm still like, I don't really care for that decision much. You don't like it. Um, that I – yeah, that I said oh, myself. Oh, you mean the first – I time called – before the fight, in the pre-fight show, I said, I'm calling Ward to win by decision. After the fight, Roshan Live I said, I think Ward won. That what? was only
1: because you knew What's that you so could go crazy. back on how, your word. How you can call that though? You still called word by decision. Like that's
0: still crazy. That's a <laughs> oh, just, by just way, the highly debatable idea. By, by the way, every fight that I I, I got 100% right in my predictions. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> but there were some, there was a lot of controversy and a lot of bullshit. Just that on got this got one right. though. On this card, he got a 100% <laughs> correct. But but that doesn't mean that they deserve the decisions. By yeah, the way. yeah. Um so if Dude, it, I, if there was real justice I, I could honestly see it a draw. And that's the thing is, uh, my, when watching it on YouTube, where I can actually see the punches more clearly landing, I actually gave a lot of those close rounds to Kovalev. And at the end of that, I gave it 114-113 to Kovalev in my second. Uh, that and I think my, that if I was ringside, that was my third I think game. if I was ringside, I probably would have scored it for Kovalev. I think probably Kovalev deserved to win a lot of people are calling it a highway robbery it's a travesty there's no way it's a robbery yeah exactly no no, no. robbery uh, is highway robbery is what happened to Manny Pacquiao against Timothy Bradley in the (laughs) first fight Pernell Whitaker versus Julio Cesar Chavez calling on a draw that's a highway robbery Uh, when it's like clearly eight rounds to four and yet the guy who won four rounds won the fight that's highway robbery It's a close fight. Either way, you had it. It's a close, close fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The Um, Kovalev Ward fight was like. If you had
0: it for Ward, if you had it for Kovalev, I understand both arguments. Dude, I say chalk it up as a draw. I think that. It had like there needs to be a rematch. The most important thing yeah. is there needs to be a rematch. That's the best part about it. It was such a close fight. Adney called it as
1: being like this fight is gonna be. It's it's, it's not a perfectly gonna be a one-sided. no no. It's, not it's, be it's a, so
0: okay. perfectly fucking put together. It's the they're same both, but different. Like, they're both like, young, this is, undefeated. Top of their game. But you're putting top people the who division, are different styles the completely against
1: rest. each other, but the styles are so perfectly placed against each other that it's an, it's an exciting fight. There, It's not one-sided. It's like you get so excited, like the back and forth, man. I, I tell you, I'm not even joking. No, it was a good, dude. Sitting in that fucking I literally ring, watched it three fucking times. Sitting in that area like, and watching straight. the back and forth. I'm like, dude, even Joel. Joel's like not even like really an aggressive, like jumping up and excited guy. He looks at me. He's like, dude, this is probably the best fight I've ever seen. And Joel's a UFC guy. And he was like, dude, I can't even tell you. This is this has been an amazing fight. No, because the back and forth was so that was funny. He, fucking was like, he was like, dude,
0: that was that was such a great foul I was like, "Oh, dude, it was definitely a good entertaining fight." He like, mm-hmm. "No, that was a great foul I was like, "It was entertaining and it was good." It was and, like, yeah. I'm like, you need to watch. I'm doing these things. <laughs> but um, uh terrific terrific match. Uh Kathy Duva, who is the CEO of Main Events, she promotes Sergey Kovalev. Gave him his nickname, Crusher. Uh, she's pushing for the contract stipulation for an immediate rematch.
1: Immediately, not only the day after the match, she pushed for an immediate rematch. Sergei is it in Russia? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, well, Sergey in America. Uh, no, Sergei, Why would it be in it's America? Too big, it's, yeah.
0: it's too big of a fight to put in Russia. Uh, Sergey in the post-interview was like, What, uh, dude, Russia? Wait, hold on, hold this on. He's my decision. Uh, uh, the people, there's, they see, the, there's witnesses. They saw what happens. First them. thing I want to say is, great.
1: Andre Ward is probably... The top boxer that I would want if anybody in the boxing field wanted to cross over, I think Andre Ward would do the best because his clinch game is fucking impeccable. And I think he would fuck some people up in the UFC within the clinch.
0: Really? I disagree because of that. I disagree because he's such a a technical chess match type fighter. He doesn't have a lot of power. Um, I think two years with kickboxing? Not even that too much speed. He does like the clinch, but he's good on the inside. And like, if you try to clinch with a, a wrestler, he's That's gonna take you to the ground. It would have to be a I match. Think Kovalev thing. is more successful because he's good at distance. He'll keep at the end of your punches, and he has hmm. remarkable power.
1: All right. See what I think? What I think we've been waiting for in a long time for for boxing. We've we've got these little fights like Pacquiao Bradley tr- the trilogy, and it's like eh. Not really. Yeah, Not really fights. that good. These little fights, but it's, it, it, it's you get it like great every no, it's it's like every five years or more than that. Adney can Adney can relate. You get these great trilogy, these trilogies that are worth hearing about. These trilogies that are fucking unstoppable. I feel like Kovalev. Pacquiao ward? Marquez. Yeah. Pacquiao Marquez. I feel Morales. like Kovalev. Morales ward? Morales. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Miles <laughs> Bro,
1: I actually remember Miles bro. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's funny. That's that a remember, great. I remember that movie. one over the Pacquiao one, and Pacquiao's more famous. But I, I don't know. Why. I feel like Pacquiao I feel like more what league. this is. I feel like what this is right now, This the the word Kovalev, it's going to be a trilogy, my I friend. Hope, it's going to be man. a trilogy. And I, don't I think know, if it's going to do American stand, judges in America. I'm telling you, again? I, I think uh, it's going to stand the test of time for when. when like boxing. Kovalev's going to have to well, put him down multiple times. When boxing breaks down, it's great. Listen, like, when boxing it. breaks Dude, down. Dude was born. Like, he looked I, so I fucking. I know. In the beginning, he Couldn't hit him, bro. What's up? Yeah, exactly. In the beginning, he did not hold anything. Kovalev was fucking him up. But what I'm saying is. I think a, a Ward Kovalev trilogy. I think it's going to stand the test of time in boxing. That, I think it's going to be one of these one of these mean, boxing fucking these matches that people talk about.
2: Meh.
0: Just like fucking. Maybe the problem is that it wasn't as exciting as those other trilogies. Be yeah. It's because well, it was more of a game. It was, it. So a, it, it was not, exciting she, for me because
1: I can't compare to you
2: know.
0: It's not just that it wasn't as exciting, but also we don't even have the rematch sign. So. Calling a trilogy is a little premature. um I'm a premature judge, Adney. If, so <laughs> fuck I off. Do, I definitely think the rematch happens. I absolutely do because neither guy can make nearly as much money fighting anyone else. Like maybe Kovalev versus Adonis Stevenson in Canada. Huge payday. Oh, because Stevenson's a candidate. Repeat fighter.
1: that. Repeat that. H- huge. Say it with an H. Nah. I'm gonna need a huge. I'm gonna need a huge nah, out of Addy. I'm not gonna do it. Come on, Come Addy. on. I I it Addy. It? Addy. I need a huge payday. Addy. I need it. What
0: the? I need a huge, huge. Not doing it, champ. I need a Come huge on, champ. I'm not doing it, Come champ. Come on, Chip! I'm not doing Addy, it, champ. I, need a, <laughs> I need a huge champ.
1: I need a huge. We need a huge. a huge champ. <laughs> I need a huge payday out of you, Addy. Oh, I can sing you your favorite song, comedy wise. But you can't give me oh, a huge. Oh, you're, gonna be, you your own you huge you're gonna, gonna be against your own. You can't. You're gonna be against your own. You can't huge me for a can, Canadian I, I'm the word for fucking
0: Ward Kovala fight. You can't go huge. You're, you're, you're gonna take your, your own, to own say advice. Huge. your Sergey's shit. I think the rematch happens. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be my, huge, like you said. Huge. huge. The natural inclination is to kind of go for Sergey because he was super strong in the fight.
2: He I think a lot. Red-
0: he did more damage to Andre's face, um, and a lot of the times, judges, when they feel like the decision beforehand was fucked up, they'll overcorrect. Yeah. So they might overcorrect for Kovalev. So I think Wait, I great.
1: Point? I think Adney's saying Canada's great because it's, it's it's a middle, middle ground.
0: But Andre did figure something out after a few rounds. After the first four rounds, he figured something out, and he might be able to do that same thing earlier in the that's, fight and keep the knockdown from ever happening that's what i was that gonna could say definitely happen. i think and that's why the rematch is still a 50 fight like how fascinating is that that after we get a great a great fight in the first fight the rematch would still be 50 50 I I, I would have still a hard time telling you who I think would win the rematch. I'm taking. That's why it needs to happen. It absolutely has to happen. Man,
1: I think Ward figured him out. I think
0: I think, but he won. He won three rounds in a row, and then Kovalev came back. That's true. But those are late rounds. Those are late. Fucking rounds. I think that he can take those first exactly. couple Even rounds. Even if you're in the late rounds, you supposedly have this guy figured out, and you're still getting beat up
1: a little bit. Yeah, you're slower. I mean, I mean, fatigue. Um, That's your mind's going a little but bit you guys, slower. You guys, he you can't are, react the same. But you guys are way. arguing against the same thing. It's a perfect match. It's <laughs> a perfect setup. I think. I think Andre. I think Andre takes it by okay, more but rounds. But it's still a great setup, fighter for fighter. Like it is a great. I don't move. think Kovalev touches him as much, dude. Like he figured out like where. But the, we've like, seen what is Kovalev gonna have to train? People completely starking somebody else like we've seen people knock somebody else out like you give me like that person you're talking about you give me this fight are you kidding me you're gonna you're hitting somebody you give me this fight this is nothing i mean but then you get two fighters like Ward. Which is an exciting fight. It's such a back and forth fight. They're like, man, this is something worth
0: watching. It's I, not I like somebody. Uh,
1: it's not. It's not like. I, all said. I was saying is, a I thought burn that Koval or uh,
0: it's something that I also learned, I also, learned I also, more from the fight. That's well, what I, I got to bring this up because before the fight, I said that Andre Ward has lost a half a step. He's not the guy from 2012. I said that. I said that. He's not quite the same guy. But to what degree? If it's a big degree, he's definitely going to lose. Small degree, he can still win this fight. But I definitely believed he lost at least a half a step. He just was not as fast as he was. Um, and he did. He seemed a little bit off his first few rounds, but he got into that rhythm and he was. He pulled off that old yes. Andre Ward magic. So here's the question is he who's fresher in a rematch is this fight so tense and we saw the damage ward took is that going to take enough out of him to slow him down and not kovalev oh that rematch is fascinating for so many reasons we shouldn't get into it too much right now. I just think Ward's going to have a lot more to prove in the rematch for some reason. I think Kovalev's going to Because of... people are going to question him. They're going to say, you didn't really win that fight. He's going to He's gonna have a lot to prove. But so is Sergei. I mean, he that's really true. Deserved... That's completely true. If he wins true. this rematch, he proves, or he at least in his own mind proves, I won the first fight. You're him. right. And I'm the best. I punish you. So excited.
1: I punish you. It's great. I'm so excited for boxing. Great night right great And wow. also, I saw so like,
0: Clarissa Shields won her fight, and that was cool. Was it uh, by decision? decision uh, four round decision, her first pro fight, four rounds.
1: So um, uh, the pre card's only four rounds?
0: Her fight was. Oh, just uh, her fight? Oh. That's why she's Was it was so her,
1: first, her first, it was her first, like, a uh, First US pro, pro fight,
0: uh, amateurs are three round fights, two minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, it was still a step up for her. Um, but it was only four rounds, and she won clearly and uh she wasn't incredibly dominant. She wasn't this monster. she wasn't this beautiful movement and rhythm and speed and power that a lot of us hoped that would we see. Well, th- she will I think that I think the event got to her a little bit and she was like looking for the knockout a little too hard, got a little too wild. She still got the win, and I think that she will just continuously grow and get better and better. And um, even though she didn't get a first round knockout, some spectacular thing, I'm still looking forward very much to her future. All right,
1: so I got one little tidbit. We're gonna do Chris's crazy question for
0: boxing specifically. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't. What? Okay, Okay, I got one for you. Give it. Give it to me, man. Briggs or Joshua. Shannon and Briggs versus Anthony Joshua. Who wins? <laughs> great. Got to be Joshua. Right, let me tell listeners this is gonna be a four-hour podcast today. Anthony
1: <laughs> has to explain. No, this. no, 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 no. Okay. The, the, first, the, first the, Adney, explain like no, no, the birth. No, right. The birth. You're right. You're right. right. You I'm have a, to make stipulations. No, which one know, has? It has to which one has one testicle? I want to know that first, okay? Which be, one's mother? There's no the explanation. Other like, I want to know things. It Not an explanation. This is fantasy.
0: Like, it's uh, just... Fuck you, know. Because, okay, I'm going to think... I, J- I'm R- thinking, I have to think... Tolkien, rather- you
1: can do it for me. Let's you get can- the Tolkien and the fucking... Uh, Here's the thing.
0: Okay, so obviously, Martin, Shannon Briggs in his mid to late 40s. Joshua is coming into his prime. Joshua's undefeated. Joshua is 17-0, 17 knockouts. Joshua has incredible technique, incredible discipline. He seems like he's the he passes the eye test with flying colors. He has everything that you would think the heavyweight champ needs. We haven't seen him in adversity. Uh, Shannon the Cannon, in the ring at least, hasn't faced adversity well, but he's a new man. Uh, That's how I feel. and That's where I'm at. Champ! Psychological- Boxing is such a psychological game. I mean, your head can mean so much in a fight. You could be physically— And he's on that mental health You could be so physically and, uh, superior to your opponent in every way, but if your head's not in there and you're just off— That mental health. You're thing. off your game, you lose. Shannon's I mean, on that mental health. It happens all the time. I don't think that's going to happen to Joshua. I don't think for any fight for the next five years, Joshua is going to be off his game. And he's really? gonna take. He would take Cannon. All right. Seriously. All right. Cool. That's why. I but said- Shannon, like, like I said before, like in the beginning of the show, Shannon has great power, and he's improving. He feels he's getting better. He's still fighting. He's still winning fights. Uh, he's tough as hell, man. He really is a tough motherfucker. Are you he- rooting for Shannon at least? Come on, champ. I'm always gonna root Come for on, Shannon. Come on, champ. Come on. <laughs> let's go, <laughs> Shannon. I'm not gonna root for Shannon. Let's go, champ. You couldn't a room for him all this. I love Anthony Joshua, though. I, 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 I not love, but he's a great up-and-coming guy. He's really entertaining to watch. I am hoping for great things in Joshua's future. But sometimes, sometimes losing to a veteran early on is a great thing. Joe Lewis lost to Max Schmeling before he ever fought for a title. And one of his early title defenses was against Max Schmeling in what is the biggest fight in boxing history, Lewis Schmeling to. Nineteen thirty-eight. And it was a huge fight. And that totally changed Lewis' career. He ended up making twenty-five successful title defenses with twenty knockouts. God, not saying that Josh would ever come close to that, because he I'm telling you right now he won't. But It's important to throw these young guys to the dog sometimes. And Shannon, the Cannon Briggs is a fucking dog, and he's going to get in there, and he's not going to leave Hope an ounce of energy. Yeah. In the, he's going to leave it all in the fucking ring. He's going to kill himself to win that fucking fight. That's who he is, champ. That's and who he is, champ. That's why I asked you that question, Shannon, champ. The Cannon fucking Briggs against anybody in the heavyweight division, I'd pay you to fucking <laughs> see that fight. I'm buying that paper, no matter what. All day. Shannon Briggs. The, like Deontay Wilder will get starched. I absolutely believe that because Shannon Briggs, he was this talking up. shit Briggs the whole, whole time. Brought this up and I told this couple of years ago. Joel Preach texted about this the song, man. chat and he said, "Abby, I'm going hear about this guy Deontay Wilder. Tell me about is it? Is he the shit? Tell me about Deontay. Apparently he he's won all his fights by a knockout. Tell me about Muzzl. He's no he's hype. Absolutely horrible technique. He's got power. Yeah, built his career in Alabama." You know, when he... Me he dude. rednecks. Dude, he's... Like, the two best fighters he fought were Over the Hill, Chris Ariola and uh, Bermain Stavern, And he could not hurt Stavern. Staverne just walked him down. He won the decision, but Staverne was never hurt in the fight. It's like, all right, well, when you're fighting a guy with a solid shin, your power means nothing, and your technique is still bad. Your, your legs look like chicken legs. You lift your feet up all the time. You're always off balance. You take on Shannon... The canon Briggs. And I'm going to pick Briggs. I think Briggs beats Deontay Wilder. I think he beats fucking Tyson Fury. If Fury <laughs> ever gets his <the> shit <laughs> back together. Even Vladimir Klitschko. Briggs got a great chance. I mean, it's going to be really hard to get past that jab of, the, of Klitschko. That Klitschko jab is fucking phenomenal. He it's made good. it seem like it wasn't shit. All but right, well, Vladimir's got that great. is a fragile chin. Anyways. So, that's Briggs. We're going to refine this. Briggs against right. anybody is a fight. Anybody! That's right, champ! Anybody, champ! That's right, champ! All those organic blueberries, champ! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, champ! Let's go, champ! Let's do this,
1: champ! Las Vegas was a rip, especially champ. the fucking strip In today's, we spent a grip, and our dicks only got the drip Because it's Vegas time. We did get the
2: drip a little Didn't bit, happen though. did
1: we not get the drip? Me. You got the
0: drip. We got the drip. Got the drip oh, you got the drip? Yeah, I'm oh, sure the drip is stoked to hear about you the drip. We dripped it up. Shit got that drip. Ain't to me, champ. Shit got drip, champ! I ain't never not, not never,
1: blueberry. Not, never champ. Not never champ. Blueberry waffles, champ. I am blueberry fucking oh, pancakes. Whatever. Alright, so you guys were in Vegas, you guys were sitting there fucking watching the fight, all that good stuff. But you guys weren't at the fight the whole time you were in Vegas. Oh
0: no. Other things happened in Vegas, champ. Biggs can you staying, can you elaborate, please? <laughs> I want to say real quick though. We first when we first got in there, I was like, we gotta go to the show because we're huge fans of uh, that movie, The Cable Guy, starring Jim Carrey. What do you mean the show? The movie, motherfucker. The movie. Remember the movie Cable Guy? No, I no. You said the show. Yeah, there's a show. Like. It's called The Tournament of Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, man, you got me good with that one. Hey, Pimp, i was like, where you. the fuck is he going Listen with Listen up, it? champ. I'm going to tell you some shit. <laughs> Listen up, champ. On, like, oh, on the cable. I was on like, cable, what the fuck? On Cable Guy, Jim Carrey's character takes Matthew Broderick. He's like, hey, I'm going to show you this great time. We're going to medieval times. And they go there, and like, it's just, it's, just a, it's the funniest. You can look it up on YouTube. It's like, absolutely amazing. If you actually, if you haven't seen the cable guy, uh, go fuck yourself. Like it got, it got panned by all critics because its message was just beating you over the head. But anyways, it's hilarious movie. Uh, in Vegas, they have a show. It's basically a medieval time show. Um, it's called Tournament of Kings. Basically, you pay your tickets, and you sit in this giant like. Uh, um, you, like a uh, paper clip shaped arena right you know it's like this giant elongated U okay oh uh, right okay. alright and like it's okay. like a track like your high school track it's, yeah it's like a track right <laughs> but one of the one of the ends is just uh, like, a, like a big castle kind of type stage and the inside of the arena is all dirt Right, you pay for your spot, you get to sit down, whichever. Each, there's sections. There's did you each- say it was medieval times yet? Did you yeah, say yeah, medieval
2: time. Yeah.
0: Each section is divided into a country. So it's like you got fucking uh, <laughs> Russia, you got Norway. We were sat in Spain. <laughs> you guys are in Spain? Yeah. Of course you were! <laughs> <laughs> you did it hey, This listen, listen up, champ. <laughs> Happy coincidence, chip. I was trying to open an accent all night, champ. <laughs> you were over it, Jim. <laughs> oh Our fucking night though, the dude was at ginger. So I kept calling him Canelo. I was yelling. <laughs> yeah, I would have said that too. I was like,
2: let's go Canelo! Canelo and yelling
0: it and like what you do when you get there, you get like a free meal with your ticket, the same price, whatever. And uh you get a little small ass chicken with a biscuit and like some potatoes and broccoli. Oh and my shit. god and some little tomato soup. <laughs> And it was actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure it is, yeah. And uh, the, beer, the, soup fucking the money. beer that was so expensive is stupid. Five beers for 30 bucks. A five pack for 30 bucks. But when you're bone in Vegas, you gotta do things. So the show so I, going, I got like, like three of them. I'll tell you right now if you wanna to go to this show, First 10-15 minutes are going to be stupid. It's the stupid motherfucker in his stupid wizard costume. <laughs> and this motherfucker in a stupid jester costume. In his
1: high-pitched voice. Trying to be funny. A little Everyone.
2: Huzzah!
0: Well, it's a kid's show. It's the dumbest
2: No, wait, well, hey, hold on. Well, well, hold it's on, supposed on. to be an adult oh, show for oh, us. Oh, no, oh. it's a
1: family fucking event. It is is you're, right. A, hey, you're right. You're cha- we right, didn't, we didn't hey, champ. We didn't want well, that. I'm hey, champ. We didn't want that. Well, I'm sorry, champ. Cha- hey, listen up, champ. <laughs>
0: Pixar is for kids, too. Are you going to tell me Pixar is boring? No, No, you're not, champ. Okay. No, you're not. Tell okay. me something else, champ. Tell me something else, champ. It's
1: based off of medieval times,
0: bro. How How? So uh, is it how how <laughs> not amazing? For yeah, it is. <laughs> not for fucking five-year-olds. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, it's champ. no, it's not. Champ, champ, champ. <laughs> tell the champ. <laughs> what part of I that gr- movie I is not for five-year-olds? All of it? There's no
2: sex? Yeah, they're not going to follow the storyline?
0: Yeah.
1: You gotta show him nice, fluffy, cute. I, nice I kind of have to agree with Chris. Of course, I've
2: seen him. <laughs> nothing. Nice
1: carbonized film. tail is even that bad. You're you're right, but at the same time, they're not gonna be following the. Oh, he really's uh, involved with this girl right now.
0: That's uh, not the point. The really, is you can want. watch. He wants the to be a knight,
1: huh? this guy is, really wants to prove
0: himself. So. The so, point is, like, I'm in Vegas. I'm in as okay, a, I like the Teletubbies yeah. and SpongeBob, As bro. As a five-year-old, <laughs> you can watch that movie. You, As a five-year-old, you Uncle can Batman. It. Okay, that's fucker. fair. You can watch it. That's fair you could watch right, it but okay, I mean so <laughs> the show actually gets pretty good okay, okay. and these motherfuckers are doing all these contests it's the first that five shit. minutes it's just weird with you the you got wizard. these knights that are talking shit to each other and they start fighting the fuck like, banging their swords against each other's shields and doing crazy doing tough rules cool. kind of, cool. The show and there's like all these fireworks and fires being these flamethrowers like the show gets intense so it's
1: wrestling with suits yeah, yeah. basically yeah that's it's actually it's it's We're actually
0: getting like oh this is a pretty good show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
2: surprised.
0: How come what the fuck how come we didn't tell me the show was this good? <laughs> like this is sweet <laughs>
2: And to top it off, <laughs> they God. got these
0: they got these dancers, bro. These beautiful. Like, hot <laughs> beautiful, beautiful no, sexual, just all throughout sexy, the show dancers, Incredible dude. dancers. Throughout the whole show, like Stevie just Just dancing. Stevie just told you, bro. Dude, it's the one. I don't
2: understand. What do you mean?
1: Where are they dancing?
0: Listen, they're part of the show. They're putting on the show. Then they go off into the audience and they dance a little bit, hit tambourines. They get you. They try to get the audience to cheer. That every fucking woman that was part of that show was a fucking smoke show. Dude, of course they. It's Vegas! All they have is Prime so Selection! What I'm trying to there. tell you is the show was worth the price of admission. I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> Great show. I'm so, did you that throw was, your stew on her? Here's what's funny. <laughs> is that like, Joe's girlfriend. Joe has a girlfriend. She was all like worried that we're going to just be chasing pussy and like going to strip clubs and fucking on chicks. Trying to do stupid douchebag guy stuff. They're both, I'm single. Like I could try and do that stuff. But I didn't. I was like, I don't, I'm not interested at all in that. I want to do see these shows, <laughs> and I was like, we are literally on our way to Vegas, And we're gonna see a fucking medieval time show. <laughs> and you're stoked to start our Vegas trip. And then we're gonna end it with a magic show. What the fuck happened to us? We used to snort <clears throat> cocaine off of stripper's assholes. Whatever. Like, that's not even that fun. Yeah, like, but that was still did, a thing. No, we did we things. We did that. Like, we I'm did just things. saying. What did you do
1: after that? You talked. No, you fucked. Whatever. Yeah, and that's what
0: was, I thought it was funny, and like, and like Joel was like taking pictures of the show, and then sitting up to his girlfriend, and then she felt way better. I mean, like <laughs> that speaks a lot to how like this is the direct opposite direction of pussy is this show, but it was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> and still and I was the one
2: that wanted to go the most.
0: <laughs> The single <laughs> as fuck. The single guy. I'm like, no, we're going to medieval time. No, like bro. dude, I hit medieval up- like <laughs> even when we were wasted, I was like, I went on Tinder for five seconds. I was like, As ah, is boring. <laughs> Let's go to Latin night.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to dance at Latin. We howled it, dude. We hell I was, to Latin night, I was
0: though dancing bro. Outside. I was doing all my, I was doing all kinds of things. I was getting, I was having so much fun. You were just dancing. Well, I am not good dancing. dancing, dude. I haven't seen dancing
1: me though. I'm so okay. excited. Now we know. You, now we both know you're a liar, okay? <laughs> because we both know that my skills are fucking phenomenal. Like okay. you haven't
0: seen me at Latin night. I was fucking Latin night. We gotta get a Latin well, night. We got. We didn't get to go there because I had a bottle of whiskey. In my jacket I was wearing a suit obviously
1: we all went to Latin I like uh, no I rolled up we rolled up to the dancing and I was like adney you hear that it's latin right? And i was like Already dancing <laughs> Before I even said anything Getting it I'm Oh like, my like, sweet dude It's Latin night No because we walk up To a, like a bar And they're playing outside So we all walk <laughs> in I'm like Is this the spot Is this where we want to go So all three of us are Like fuck it We're going to Latin night We walk <laughs> like, in there
0: not go to
2: Latin
1: And then they pat us down Because it's Latin night And it's Trump's nation So they're like They pat us <laughs> stop down They got your flat Dude, dude they is stopped is And frisked stop. Like a motherfucker
0: Dude go in. Like and we took off like, our dude, shoes We
1: spread the buttholes And shit It was bad This is a
0: full bottle You don't throw away a full bottle. Yeah.
1: So Sorry, I didn't mess up just now. It was a full-body cavity search. <laughs> <mental>. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, but, like, I want to tell you a story. That was thing we did, and then we, did, we went out and we did, we did, you know, kind of touristy stuff. Right. We ended up getting a hotel room and uh, all that. Was all that like, room. on the Strip, like, in a hotel on the it Strip? It was on the or? Strip, but, like, far from the Strip. So, like, south? So, it took... It took a lot of time to get, but to like south,
1: and then like you walk, and then you like walk over this bridge, and then there's the New York, New York. Like you're looking at the New York, New York. I just want to know. You can edit all this. Where the fuck were you? Where, where? So I want to know like where far you north. were. I think we
0: were far north. Oh, north, like uh, the tower. Then past, certain, yeah, at the big giant ne- the space. The needle. needle. We were at the needle. We were yeah, north of the, the we needle. That's where we stayed. Actually. Oh, we we stayed you stayed in, in the, the needle.
1: needle. At the needle, yeah. At the needle. Oh, at at that's the, not at that far. Not a stratosphere. Oh, that's cool. Right on.
0: And here's the thing: is it was right after the fight, right? Okay, now. Me and Stevie, of course, we like to wear suits. We we, we find it fun, and we bought a few suits for the for the weekend. After the fight, uh, during the fights, like okay, we got a suit up for the fights, and we both wore particular suits. I wore my all red suit with the black button up and the black boots, and. uh... I'm wearing that. So I'm like, it's a, it's a great suit. Got a great pocket square kind of thing. It's a great suit. It's a great, I great suit. I love that. It's my favorite. At least, it is your favorite. I see I, you, you in gotta, that suit the most. You have to save it. You have to save it. But I love that things. suit. I but love anyways, that suit. every time I see you in it, I appreciate it. So. Really, after the fights, we go back to the hotel room.
1: Well, first off, after the fights, no, before you get to that, after the fights, we stuck around because Adney got to meet actually some of his heroes, which yeah, is we awesome. We got to
0: no, I, oh, we gotta, we gotta talk about Doughboy. Oh, oh yeah. I'm okay, so hold this on. Guy. During the fight, this guy was sitting right in front of us. His dude, like this dude, this motherfucker. He was so cool, dude. He was like, he like, yeah, had like, he had a big chain on. He had a, uh, he lit up a blunt in the middle of the fight, and this boy was all, "What the fuck you do, man? Your security right there." He's all, "Hey, man, they ain't gonna fucking arrest me. This is Ward Kovalev, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here." And he starts smoking his blunt. He gets drunk. He buys up like sixteen people shots. He's like spending all this fucking money. He's super cool. He's dancing in between rounds. He's just the nicest guy. We're talking boxing. We're getting into these huge discussions. We're having all this fun, and Joe's all, like, dude, I fucking love this guy. I'm um, when he goes to the bathroom, I go with him. <laughs> and he goes, Joe, once he goes to the bathroom, I'm buying him a drink. So Joe waited and he uh, goes, he tries to, to buy us dude the drink, and he goes, hey man, your fucking money ain't good here, and pulls out like two, huge, giant of yeah, cash. two giant stacks and of cash, two giants, and he just goes, boop, boop, and pays for it, and he goes, and Joe's all, like, what. The so, Jay, what's your name, man? He goes, "Hey, man, call me Doughboy." And this motherfucker was so cool. He no, was yeah, but so he lights crazy. up a
1: blunt right there in the middle because I walk out to go to the bathroom. He's standing there where people get their drinks, shit, the middle of all security, everything, and he's just smoking a blunt. Hey, I was like, dude, you're crazy, man. I went up to him and I pat him on the chest, I was like, dude, you're fucking nuts. What? And he's sitting there smoking a blunt in front of everybody. He's like the, the coolest kid, guy. Dude. The guy
0: did not give a fuck, dude. And anyways, but uh, we the fights, we wait outside of the side gate for the uh, of the arena. And I got to meet some 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 great guy. I got to meet Bermaine Bur- stiverne which I mentioned a minute ago. He signed a glove that I bought at the fights. Um, I got to meet Sean Porter. Sean Porter, who I talked about on the podcast before. Uh, terrific welterweight, real tough guy, hell of a fighter, in a nice-ass suit. I'm like, hey, I'm going to get a picture with you. I get a picture with him, and he's all, hey, man, that's a badass suit.
2: I love that. Oh, so, shit. I, like, I lost my shit. Money. I was
0: like this nigga said I got a good suit. And then a guy who was on the undercard, um, Alexander uh Svodgiv, uh this is obviously a Russian fighter. Uh who won his fight. I saw him coming out and nobody recognized him, nobody was saying shit to him. I was like, Alexander, Alexander! and he's like, I, He's like, I was like, Can I get a picture with you? And he was like, Oh, of course. And I was like the only one who asked him. Got a picture with him, and I got to meet a guy I talked about endless amounts of times, and so much time I spent talking about this guy on the show, Vassil Lomachenko. Uh, he was awesome. at the fights, he had his fight. Like, this is fight week for him. He's fighting in a few days, probably the biggest fight of his career. He came to the fights and is in his jumpsuit. And uh, he was trying to walk out, and they're trying to rush him out as fast as they can. But I got to quick meet him real quick, shake his hand. Hell, he was really nice, and but they kept pushing him. What's well, nice. Adney
1: didn't ask him for a picture because he, he's like, "Yeah, can I get a picture?" Most people are like, "Yeah," but Adney noticed he was moving on, yeah, and his it was handlers like, were "Hey, were I just, him, yeah, dude. Adney's like, I just, I just want to meet you. Like, I think like great fighter." And I took a picture of Adney. Reaching his hand out basically to meet him because we knew, obviously. And the I, the I, is, I like, didn't like, want to disrespect him, like, like,
0: like, there's been people, there's people sometimes you just kind of go, yeah, whatever, and shake your hand. He looked me straight in the fucking eye and nodded, and you could tell he was like looking at me when I was speaking to him. I was like, huge fan, man. Um, you know, good luck like, you know, on Saturday, you know, all that kind of thing. And, this Saturday? Yeah, he's fighting this fucking Saturday, man. Is it on HBO? Yeah, HBO <sighs> Radio Championship box We're going to watch it at your house. <laughs> but uh oh, it's dude. just a great a great great fucking weekend and then, so um, crazy after we got home after we got back to the hotel room stevie was exhausted understandably i had to drive
1: to the and next like, day i had to drive jo- all like, our way back
0: like the whole Joel, day. 10 Joel, hours joe's like fixing his outfit like we're we ready to go out and then by the time he looks over stevie's passed out on the bed what the fuck and i was like dude i'll go out with you but let me charge my phone and while my phone i just took a nap real quick <laughs> i would come on let me you can't let me power nap bro I would no, be like, no, let me power nap, and then we're going to go. Me and Joe, we're like, all right, we're going out. We'd be like, me and Joe. I ba- I watched
1: SNL, Saturday Night
0: SNL. Like, literally watched the newest Dude, episode. The newest we, episode, Me yeah. and Joe walked out. We start. I'm still in my red suit, walking downtown. He's kind of dressed up. And it took us, like, 30 minutes to actually get to the main strip walking. Yeah. But, like, on the way, like, we're just talking bullshit and having a great time, laughing, fucking drunk as fuck. There's barely anybody we're seeing and then uh, we're like, hey, let's let we stop let's stop by the circus circus here. Alright, let's go in there and get a drink real quick. We need to fucking fresh up on these drinks. We fucking get in there and we're like, Alright, we we'll grab a couple drinks. Hot bartender, but you could tell she wanted to kill herself because all these weird guys knew her name.
1: Like, <laughs> it was just it was
0: that typical fucking shit. And then we're like, this bar smells like puke. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a dive bar. And we walk around for a minute. or like, we stop for a second. We're like, you know, let's stop for a second. And kind of like, all right, what should we do next? And we're while we're in that minute. This chick just walks up and she goes, "Oh!" and immediately complimenting my suit, like, "Oh my god, it's an that's a fly ass suit. What's up, man? It's like, you look incredible." I was like, "Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you." And um, and I just this is really remarkably. Charismatic black girl, right? Very, she's very attractive, very nice, and like great personality, right? Immediately catches our attention. We're just back and forth, back and forth. this great, like oh yeah, laughing, everyone, blah 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 blah. She, she's like, she's doing that physical touching on thing, and she's like, hey. You got like she Just creates a narrative like throughout. That, she's talked throughout the time she's talked. She creates a narrative. In this narrative, she's a baller. She has all this money. She, f- she flew herself out from Barbados to Las Vegas. She flew her sister. Barbados Slim. She. F- did yeah, she sound like, dude, like that? that? Futurama joke? No, she did. Uh, she she did. As soon as you mentioned Barbados, I'm going to think Futurama. Yeah, immediately. I'm going to think Futurama too immediately. And I and I like, shouldn't have an accent. I'm like this is weird. Uh, but she kept and she. But she was so charismatic and so like. You couldn't help but keep talking to her. She was a lot of fun. She really was. She's like, I would gra- I'd love to have you a friend if you weren't a piece of shit. <laughs> She's like, and like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And she made a narrative where she has all this money. She flew herself and her sister out to Vegas, but her sister's lame. Her sister's in her room asleep, and she won't come party, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you're balling, but you took a room at Circus Circus. That's the first hole. In
2: your <laughs>
0: uh, that's your first, first <laughs> hole, first big hole. The the lack of accent, small hole. I could forgive that. Maybe you were just born there. Maybe that's it. But the first big hole was you got a room at Circus Circus, pimp. <coughs> Second biggest hole was the fact that you way you were dressed. You were not elegant. You were in a pretty lame dress, and you had a big puffy jacket on. It's like you don't really got money, dude. I'm sorry, champ. Sorry, I like I'm sorry, Champ. You know you got money, Champ. <laughs> Second big hole. And like we're just talking, and then she keeps like talking about how like come up to our room. I think it would be hilarious if my sister woke up and it was you two guys there. I'm like, I was like, how is that the joke? Like, what's the real joke behind it? What's the joke here? And she's I like oh, understand. you know, she just wakes up and like you're you're there. And I think it'd be funny if she just woke up and two cute guys are there. I'm like, that's what? Not, that's a lot of like. And she said before, she's on the 32nd floor. I'm like, this seems like a lot of fucking effort for a lack of a joke. I don't want to. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. And then right when I say that, she immediately stops all attention towards me and turns to Joel. And now she's in his face trying to convince him to come up to the 32nd floor to meet her, to go up to her sister and surprise her. And like I, I take a step to the side. I'm behind her, and I look at Joel. I'm like, but he like I look. I gave a Joel a look like this is bad news. But he immediately returned a look that was like, oh, I know. We're just gonna play it, so we're just like oh, letting her talk. And then Joel's like, you know what? How about this? How about you get your sister, bring her down here. Keeps telling like he's He's like like, Joel's. He's like, hey, but Addy was already on top of it. Did you be airing
1: this? Like, airing out, like, is, yeah. that, is this dirty lunch? Yeah, and he goes,
0: no, bring it down here. I was like, hey, look, we'll be at that <laughs> bar right there. We'll be right there at that bar. You guys show up, meet us at that bar, we'll have a drink, then we'll go up with you. Kind of thing. And she's like, okay. And then uh, she's Joel's like walking away. Gangster right and we start walking <laughs> away. And I was like, we are not fucking waiting here. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. And we start walking away, but of course, because we're drunk and stupid, we don't actually leave the casino.
2: Yeah, you wait! You wait! <laughs> yes. No,
0: they wait, but they wait at no, a different no. bar. They wait, wait. They uh, went at a different we bar. Across the casino, right? At a different, completely different bar, hella far away, getting drunk, and we're talking about Kovalev Ward. We're just talking about the fight and all that stuff. And some guys hear us, like, hey you guys you guys watched the fight, so we were there. Like, holy shit. And we should have a conversation with these guys. You know, have a great fun. We're talking about 205, having all these, this huge uh, conversation about combat sport. Oh, that sounds so good. And having fun. Wow. We tell we them all the story. Need to be in the center. We tell them the story about how this girl, like, I'm pretty sure she tried to ambush the fuck out of us. We, we didn't fall for it. You guys need to be careful about that kind of shit. And this one guy's all like ah oh, fuck like drunk as fuck and then like he ends up like leaving to go meet his girl or some shit other guys still there with us like that's crazy like, fuck it fucking wasted like blah, blah, blah. i can't believe it and we're sitting there talking. Out of nowhere, of course, I feel a fucking hand grab my shoulder,
1: uh, and he turns around like, like, who's this? What like, the really fuck? And knew. it's the
0: fucking chick, fucking new, dude. The fuck and like, what the now. fuck? And she's she's like, working, bro. I thought you guys were gonna wait for us. I was like, oh shit. And she's like, oh, and then like she but she's like, my sister is right there. She points behind her, and there's some other fucking uh, chick, like acting sleepy like like rubbing her eyes like Like, Like, oh my fucking god like this is a serious thing and then like the guy that we just told the story to is falling for i'm like i just told you not to fall for this shit (laughs) i'm like we need to get the fuck (laughs) out of here man this is ridiculous dude and then uh i was like i was like you know we're sitting there and like i go to the bathroom come back still there i was like i gotta think of something so i sat at the bar for a second stared at my phone for a second and then i was like shit joe we need to get the fuck out of here dude we need to leave we need to leave, dude steve is like what well, steve uh, just fucking texted me steve texting me there's something weird going on at the fuck, we need a guy we got to the hotel we gotta fucking go we gotta get the fuck out of here and then he's like, okay, what? And then I showed him my phone and it was blank. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and we got <laughs> the fuck out of there and we have no idea what happened to that guy. He might be dead. Nah, no, he's fine. But
1: yeah, dude, fucking <clears throat> crazy. And I wake up in the morning, right? Uh, like they come back home. Guess what time they come back on that?
2: It's uh, Like 3?
1: No, 8.30 a.m. Nice, They come back dude. home and guess what? Are you snoring coke? No coke. No, what the fuck? I mean, oh, come on! I had to ask. It's Joel, bro. Come on. I'm sorry. Stupid. <laughs> so, so you were just going off alcohol?
0: Yeah. Dude, Addy- alcohol and determination.
1: Good for you, dude. Eight thirty. Just got lost booth? in the street. Joel had to find him.
0: That's no, no, hard. we both got lost. <laughs> no, no. He's I mean that. separated oh my fuck my man. My man. My man right up there. They, they, they separated, so they both got lost. Doesn't matter who is the responsible no. for separation. We're trying to walk back to the hotel. It's fucking daylight. Backwards!
1: <laughs> Backwards to the hotel mm. with their eyes closed. And,
0: and and <laughs> doing the like alphabet from <laughs> Z to A. Doing the Z Why to no? A. Alpha. We saw so many prostitutes closing so many deals. It was fucking hilarious. I was like, you want to check out back? Page right now, I mean, this is some shit. <laughs> dude, you guys are literally walking around at 4 a.m. Those are some premium it times. It was nutty as fuck, dude. And it was, it was just, but uh, that happened, and we avoided being murdered. Hey, you guys
1: didn't get murdered, and you actually didn't spend any money?
0: Besides drinks, we spent some money. I mean, on uh, drinks, it was like uh, all on down. Drinks. I mean drinks are stupid. I mean, on escorts yeah, and fucking I gambling. Spent, I spent like, like the biggest chunk of my cash probably went to like the merchandise at the fight. Yeah. What did and you guys gamble? You guys gamble? Yeah. Joel did. Joel's the
1: only one that gambled.
0: And he every- lost hell of money because he's a dummy. <laughs> because it's Vegas. He's trying the to gamble. Like money it's that got sack.
1: Spent, All the money they got spent. Oh, the only one that basically got spent was yes, Adney bought some fucking shit from the. I would have bought oh. All the Joel, merch. Gambled, All the merch. Joel gambled and I just bought drinks, literally. Food and drinks. That's it. Vegas is so fucking stupid and expensive, it's so dumb. Uh, well, you guys are also stupid because you guys didn't go to the right place. I like, took you over to Henderson. We went to fuck around. That's where I, I used to rain. You know, I got some spots over there. Some good spots. There's a nice sushi spot. But anyways... Uh, it's shit happens So that's the podcast boys Boys and girls We did it for you And we did it live Now we' meet everybody I'm not in the morning, my- 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 my my library <laughs> Library <laughs> Oh Chris That's podcast for us Chris And we gonna open up My the Library
2: Chris as a me.
1: Chris as me. The book that I'm going to suggest is Enforcer Spitlatro, the Chicago mob's man over Las Vegas. This is about Tony the Ant Spitlatro, one of my favorite fucking mafia men, true crime mafia guys, who was smaller than me. He was 5'2, and he got <laughs> played by Joey fucking uh, Joe Pesci on Casino. That's oh, the character that Joe what? Pesci played. Yep. So. Bugsy Siegel built Las Vegas but it was Tony the Ant Spitlacho who ran the show. Now William F. Romer Jr. veteran FBI agent and scourge of the Costa Nostra Costa Nostra is the mafia uh, tells a shocking story of how a teenage wise man grew up to become the man over Vegas. From the gritty streets of Chicago to the neon lit Nevada wonderland Romer assembles a rogue gallery of the highest ranking capos and the lowest creeps of organized crime as incredible as any work of fiction but it's all fact it's about tony the Ant spilancho a 5-2 gentleman who was in charge of vegas during the 1980s and that's going to end it for the alcohol please rate and review us on itunes which we've all been Wanting we are we're, we're kind of plateaued right now. Where the fuck are you guys at? We're 32 fucking or 39 goddamn ratings and 28 reviews. You guys should be we fucking all the shit. No, we're doing, yeah, yeah, no, we're doing great, down. but you need to fuck around and do some shit. This is a problem. You, you it's need, not a problem. It's a problem for me, not for you. I want them. To, I, I'm gonna fight every viewer that we have. We're almost at ten thousand fucking downloads, and yeah, I would really appreciate if you guys gave us a fucking rating. Just, interview. I mean, that's all we want. Just that's all we want. Do. Come yeah. on, it's Thanksgiving. You know, it's Thanksgiving. It's Happy Thanksgiving, Chris and Adney.
0: Yeah, give and- no, we're not allowed to
1: celebrate Thanksgiving. Give, no, give no, 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 thanks no, 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 no so stop it. Stop it. We're not allowed. you are not allowed. you are not allowed to celebrate anything right now because Dakota give Access thanks. Pipeline, give and no one's allowed to uh, do anything because Native Americans grounds are being stepped upon give right now. So you're not allowed to be given anything. No thanks. Give thanks. No one's allowed to do anything. We're all pieces of shit. You are an abomination for living. In this civilization, I am now Alex Jones. Why are you living? Yes, Why sir. are you not sitting there? That's fine. Protesting
2: with all these Native Americans in Dakota! alright, hey, On the North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana Pipeline! What,
0: what are you right. guys
1: doing? You guys gotta be there supporting this GoFundMe!
0: You had a build-up, and you just plateaued, man. Come on. I don't care. All right, whatever. You find me on uh Facebook.
1: Let's go, champ. At on, hey, let's go, champ. Find us all on fucking uh, Facebook at the uh, Alcoholicast. Let's go, champ. Right? And not champ blueberries. No, I was just talking shit. So because you can let's find us champ. all on Instagram at the alcoholic Addy. Let's champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, cane champ. Let's go, Kane, champ. Let's go, Kane, champ.